Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, it is time to discuss a lot of things going on around the league. We're going to be talking about, you know, new coaches getting hired. We're also going to be discussing the New York Jets, um, you know, possibly making a move for Derek Carr as well, you know, discussing the thought process behind that. There's a lot of Jets fans that don't want to have anything to do with Derek Carr. They think he's trash. I'm telling you, I've, I've talked to people that have said that, okay? I've had these discussions going back and forth, and uh, it's very interesting, all right, how some Jets fans feel about Carr. As everyone knows, you know, I'm a big proponent of Carr being here. But we're going to discuss that as well, so we're going to explore that topic. We're also going to be talking about the NFL salary cap. It's come down. It's now official. You know, the NFL teams were informed of what the 2023 salary cap will be. We'll be discussing that. There's also a, a tweet by Quinton Williams. <laughs> that some people are, you know, going off about. I, I hear what some are thinking. You know, uh, we're going to discuss that too. But there's been a lot to touch on. We're even going to touch on some of the awful refereeing that we saw in these uh, these games this past weekend. Whoa, they were, it was terrible. It's pretty bad, pretty bad. So we're going to get into it. Listen, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. So, Let's go ahead and start the show. Listen, I am the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy's also on Twitter as well. Okay, come on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Okay, follow me. I'll follow you right back. You know, we can go back and forth and talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? I always have a lot of fun over there. And for those of you that do not know, the show is Wells on iTunes, okay? Go on over to iTunes, all right? Type in the Long Beach Joe Show, the Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the podcast over there, all right? And give me a five-star rating. Give me a five-star rating, Okay? And give me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about the show. And I want to thank everyone that does that because we do get some feedback, you know, a lot of positive stuff, people feeling good about the show. So I want to thank everybody that does that. For those of you that don't know as well, I'm also on YouTube. We live stream the radio shows. All right? We live stream the live radio shows. A lot of people don't know that. You know, they, they catch it, and then they go, whoa, Joe, we didn't know that you you look so good, man. You're smooth. You, you know what I'm saying? You got a good lineup. You keep a good – you know, mean, clean lineup. You're always looking looking good over there. What's going on? You're always spiffy. And I say, hey, thank you. You know, I'm not cocky. I'm not, you know, I'm not an arrogant guy. I'm just working with what I got, you know. But uh, you guys want to see me. You know, you want to hear my takes. You want to go back and forth with me. And salutes to all the savages as well. You want to know why I call my chat the savages? Because they're savage. <laughs> That's how it gets down, man. That's how they handle business. They will get after it, okay? They don't care who it is, whether it's you, whether it's somebody in the chat or a caller. If they don't like your takes, they're going to let you know. So if you want to hang out with the savages as well, go back and forth in the chat. 
I go back and forth with the chat as well. We talk about topics, too. They throw questions around, ideas, statements, all kinds of things. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Again, salutes to all the savages. Venom G, salutes. So what's up, Joe? Salutes to you. Larry Coleman, salutes. Mr. Magic, salutes. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. So we're going to get to it all, man. We're going to get to it all. First, I want to start to uh, speak on the topic of the Jets quarterback situation. As we all know, you know, it's been announced by multiple people within the franchise. Sellers talked about it. Uh, you know, our owner, Woody Johnson, as well. The Jets owner has talked about it, too wanting to make sure that we bring in a veteran quarterback. Woody Johnson said out of his own mouth that he's willing to spend big, okay? That's one of the first times I've ever heard him talking about flashing money around. He thinks that it's the missing piece. He's talked about that. Sulla talked about it as well, about attacking the veteran quarterback market, bringing in somebody. And there's a lot of names that's been thrown around. We've been connected to a lot of names, as you, got, you folks all well know, right? Lamar Jackson is one of them. Okay, we'll see what happens, how it shakes out, you know, they're in Baltimore with him. But as of right now, it's looking like he's going to stay in Baltimore. All right. They're bringing in offensive coordinators. They're allowing his input to be, you know, uh, you know, the kind of part of the deciding factor there to decide who's going to be the offensive coordinator, which tells you that they're going to stick with this guy long term. All right. Then you got Aaron Rodgers, who I've been a big proponent for. Right. I've talked about trading for him i've talked about you know hey if he's available make it happen i've talked about those things you know there's still a level of uncertainty surrounding aaron Rodgers as well maybe things work out in green bay right maybe i don't know we've seen this in the past where there's a dust up between aaron Rodgers and green bay and then somehow it gets softened and smoothed over and then he's still there again there's still a lot of statements being made a lot of things coming out of Green Bay saying that they intend to move on from him if that's his choice. Uh, he's also came out with some statements as well, talking about you know him making his decision, what's going on. He also made some statements today as well, talking about how much he likes uh, Nathaniel Hackett and how him and Nathaniel Hackett are very close. We, uh, we can discuss those later. <laughs> but he's made those statements too. But there's another guy that's out there as well that I believe a lot of Jets fans are not necessarily looking at, right? Because even when we talk about Aaron Rodgers, there's been a lot of discussion about so many uncertainties around him. What else could the Jets do? What other plan could they possibly have that could put them in a position to succeed and grab a quarterback that's going to make a difference this upcoming offseason? And I've also been talking about this man since everything started going down with the Raiders between him and the Raiders. And that man is Derek Carr. Now I've talked about Aaron Rodgers and wanting to go get him, but I've also spoke, spoken about Derek Carr being the more realistic option. Okay. And the reason why I say he's a more realistic option, because we know for a fact, right at this point that the Raiders are looking to move on from him and that he is looking to move on from the Raiders. Now keep in mind, Derek Carr you know, as a guy that has been on the Raiders, and there's been a lot of dysfunction that's surrounded him. I'm on the West Coast, so I can speak on this myself. You look at the situation with Gruden and all the things that he, you know, that went on with him and his departure. You look at Mayock that was there as well, drafting his draft. There was a lot of bad drafting, a lot of bust, a lot of guys that didn't stick around. 
And through those situations, Derek Carr was there handling business. Then you look at this past season, Josh McDaniels, head coach there, essentially announced that Derek Carr will be benched for the final two games and that, you know, he wouldn't even be around for the rest of the season. Derek Carr stepped away, you know, from the, from the team week 17 and 18. And that decision was made because from, from the organization standpoint, the goal was to avoid being a distraction as the Raiders just closed out their season with home games. And I think it was the, the Chiefs and the Niners that they had. So he wasn't even with the team. He departed from the team. And the Raiders then started, you know, Jared Sidham in his place. Now, with the market being, you know, what it is for quarterbacks, right, you look at the situation, a lot of Jets fans that I've spoken with have said, hey, I don't want to have nothing to do with Derek Carr. Not interested. I want Lamar Jackson. If it's not Lamar Jackson, get me Aaron Rodgers. If it's not him, then you know what? Don't, I don't want to have nothing to do with Derek Carr. I've had these discussions, and we'll get to the lines in just a second. 515-602-9639 is the number. And I've told people from the very beginning, Derek Carr would be a great option for the New York Jets to pick up. First off, he's a three-time pro bowler. Three times. All right? Do you know that he has four 4,000-yard throwing seasons? Do you know that? Do you know the only quarterback that has thrown for over 4,000 yards in one season with the New York Jets has been Joe Namath? Derek Carr has four of those seasons. Four. That's insane. This guy's wheeling and dealing constantly. He's tough doesn't get hurt, rarely gets hurt, is always a guy that can move around, make adjustments, got a great arm. He has everything that you would need to make the New York Jets a successful football team, to push us to the next level. He would absolutely push us to the next level. He could easily come in here, be a top 15 quarterback, is exactly what the Jets need, and we would be able to compete in this league. If we had Derek Carr this year, we'd be in the playoffs. That's for sure. Now, keep in mind, Carr's contract is one thing as well that needs to be looked at. You know, Carr will make $40 million a season because of his contract. That's one of the reasons why, as well, that the, the Raiders are looking to trade him so quickly. Uh, the three-year extension that they gave him includes, like, massive guarantees that kick in, like, three days before the Super Bowl. And, again, that's about in the $40 million range there. So when you look at the situation – that's a pretty significant, you know, cap hit for them. They're going to try to move him very quickly. There's some speculation that they're going to try to they're they're going to cut him if they can't move him, but there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to be able to move him. There's going to be teams that are sniffing blood in the water that want to make a move and grab quarterbacks, and we've seen that in the past. We've seen guys snatch up, get snatched up off the market, get traded for that we never thought would get traded for. But you also have to keep in mind that Carr has a no-trade clause in his contract. So that means that he would have to be okay with going somewhere. They just couldn't send him somewhere. He has to be the guy to sign off on it and say, yes, I want to get it done. That's where I want to go. Now, again, the Raiders will look to trade him, but they have to trade him by February 15th. That's right around the corner. That's what makes this situation so hot. Because we have to watch what's going on over there. And if the Jets want to strike, they got to strike quick. Now, there's some compensation talk as well. A lot of people believing that you can get him for a second and maybe a fourth. 
Some people thinking it's going to take at least a first. I could see that, especially with his resume. But there's also, again, I've continued to speak with some Jets fans because that compensation's in the air. I wouldn't mind, you know, giving up a first if I had to. I wouldn't give up much more than that. But a first, I could see that. One first, I could see it, right? But a second, a fourth, and maybe some change, I would, I would take that in a heartbeat. Now, when I talk to other Jets fans as well about some of the reasons they may not want to deal with him, they talk about these cold weather issues, Right? that he doesn't play well in cold weather and all these things. And I really feel like that's a situation where a lot of people have taken a couple of games out of his nine or 10 year career. I believe it's nine years he's been in the league and really kind of blown those things out of proportion. Right. When you look at his division, the first thing I looked at when I started hearing those things, Oh, it's cold weather. He's not good in cold weather. I said, well, he plays Denver, right? The Denver Broncos. It's freezing in Denver. We all know that. Well, when is it freezing? November, December, January. It's as cold as, cold as it gets out there. I'm talking ice, right? When you, you look in Denver, he's played these guys just this season. He played Denver at Denver, right? Threw for 307 yards, two TDs, zero picks, and had an OT win. And I said, okay, well, maybe that's a fluke, right? Maybe something else is going on here because he plays bad in cold weather. Well, in 2019, at Denver again, 29 of 46, 319 yards and a touchdown. I believe it was, it was freezing cold there. I believe it was somewhere around 25, 24 degrees, something like that. And I said, okay, well, maybe those two, those two games, that's just two games. So I go to 2020, at Denver again, 371 yards, two TDs, two picks, and the Raiders get a W. I feel like a lot of people are just taking a few games out of his career and trying to nitpick this guy and say that he's just atrocious in cold weather and he can't get it done. I think he can get it done. And, again, it's freezing there, okay? It's freezing. I think he would be able to get it done. I think there's a lot of arguments against him that aren't necessarily legitimate. The biggest question I would have for Derek Carr would be, if the New York Jets were to acquire him, would he be able to hold up under the pressure that is New York? That's the question. Okay? I get it. He was in Oakland, then he was with uh he was with Oakland, then he you know, they moved to Las Vegas, right? He's been with the Raiders, cool little franchise, storied franchise, historical. They've done so many great things in this league. But it's not New York. New York here, this place is a pressure cooker. And it will break you. We've seen it. Broke Mark Sanchez. We broke Rex Ryan eventually. Broke Sam Darnold as well. And booted and was kicking him as he was trying to get out the door, kicking him and slapping him. And even when he got to his new team, there were still people attacking him then too. We attacked Geno Smith as well. Fan base got all over him. Does anybody remember people booing Geno Smith at charity events? Wow. I'm just saying it happened. It happened. They were booing Geno Smith at charity events. Now, he's only led the Raiders to a playoff twice, but he's only played in one playoff game with them. If he were to get traded here and he comes in the building, the fan base, the media, the expectations would be out of the, through the roof. A lot of Jets fans would expect playoffs immediately. There's a whole other part of the fan base that would expect a Super Bowl immediately. 
And I would wonder, and I do wonder, if Derek Carr is brought in here, will he be able to handle the expectations and the pressure that comes with playing in New York? We're going to be talking about that tonight, 515-602-9639. The New York Jets, or the, New, the NFL, excuse me, has also informed uh, the NFL teams about the 2023 salary cap. The cap will be $224.8 million. Currently, the New York Jets are $2.8 million over the cap. Now, there are some moves we can make, and we'll be discussing that as well. Quinn and Williams also laid out. Quinn and Williams also made a tweet as well that I think was taken a bit out of context. <laughs> as the Niners were playing, uh, you know, the Eagles, things weren't necessarily going well for the Niners, as we all saw. Quinn and Williams tweeted out, now, Bosa, see what I'm going through? No offense. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of Jets fans up in arms, media up in arms. I'm saying maybe it was, you know, taken out of context. Again, when you watch that game, Joey Bosa was getting double teamed a lot. I think that's what Quinnen was talking about. And I think instead of no offense, I think he meant no offense, as in no offense to the football team, no offense to your squad, but, you know, as in no offense that nobody else is getting it done outside of you on the defense. I think that's what he was trying to say, but maybe I could be wrong. We're going to discuss that again tonight, 515-602-9639. Also, DeMarco Ryans is the Texans' new head coach. The Broncos tried to hire him multiple times, couldn't grab him. They even tried to hire him, you know, as he was going to the Texans to sign his deal, and they still couldn't grab him. So the Denver Broncos then hired Sean Payton. They've made a trade. <laughs> They've made a trade with the Saints. Now, as of right now, the compensation of that trade currently is one first-rounder and a second-rounder. There's also been discussions about other picks as well in the later days, but as of right now, the first-rounder second-rounder are confirmed. Okay, we're also going to be talking about these championship game, the championship game refereeing. It was awful. It was awful. I'm just saying, how many downs can you give the Kansas City Chiefs? (laughs) We're going to get to these lines. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salute to all the savages. Keep bringing your comments and questions. I will get to you, all right? But these lines are hot. First caller I'm going to go to is Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you. Other callers, hold on. We'll get to you folks in a second. Ted, salute. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know Ted, oh, that boy's a savage. Savage. Ted salutes. Listen, we're sitting here. We're talking, man. Derek Carr, all right, is a guy that I like a lot. He's an option for me. When you look at Derek Carr, what, where does he rank on your list of quarterback options for the New York Jets this offseason? Good evening, Joe. Uh, I put him in number one, quite honestly. I still think oh, we wow. have okay. several – yeah, I still think we have several areas we need to improve on, especially offensive line, maybe a few other positions we have to shore up, which we can do mm-hmm. with the draft and, and some free agency and some cuts. Um, 
and I think we can keep our first rounder, and Carr would be more than an adequate quarterback, probably very good quarterback, and he's younger than Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I still think Rodgers, you don't know where his head's at. You don't know how long he'll play for, and you still don't know what level he'll be at. He'll probably be still great, but you, you honestly don't know. Go ahead, mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I think that those are all, you know, good points. Again, I'm a big advocate for Aaron Rodgers as well. I know that there's a lot of people that want to stray away from him because of, uh, you know, a possible conversation we'd have to give up, but I would have no issues with that. But when I look at Carr as well, who I think is the more realistic option for some of the reasons that you said as well, right, because mm-hmm. we know for a fact that he's going to be gone. We don't know where he's going, hopefully. You know, if he's our number one option, if he's, you know, the number one option for Joe Douglas, we get him. But we know for a fact that him and the Raiders are parting ways at this point, right? Everything that's been talked about, sure. everything that's been said, is he's up out of there. So my question for you is when we talk about trade compensation, right, because you don't want to mm-hmm. give up. I, I know we've had discussions in the past. You don't want to give up what it would take to get Aaron Rodgers. What is the most mm-hmm. that you'd be give, willing to give up for Carr in a trade? Because there's some people out there that think you're probably going to have to give up a first-rounder for a guy of his talent. What is the most you'd be willing to give up if you're the Jets general manager? Uh, first of all, I would have to include Mr. Corey Davis in the trade and beg them to take him off our hands. Um, let's go. Uh, I, I would maybe a second with an opportunity based on incentives okay. to go for a future, for, like kind of like a hybrid type draft pick, maybe okay. like a 2024 okay. second rounder. And maybe okay. with incentives, if he hits certain levels, maybe you can, mm-hmm. you can throw in another third, but I, I wouldn't throw in a first uh, because what if we're a top 10 team? That would be a first, a top 10 pick. I don't think he's quite worth that. I would maybe do a second and a fourth. Okay, so here's Mm -hmm. here's the deal, and I hear that discussion. I want to play devil's advocate within this argument. Now I hear what you're saying about not wanting to give up a first for him because what if we're a top 10 team? But when you look at Derek Carr's Mm -hmm. history, right, when you look at his resume, this guy's had 4,000-yard seasons, We've seen the dysfunction with the Raiders. The, the Raiders' defense has not been good. I think they—I don't think they've been higher than 25th since he's been there. You have all the issues. Right. Again, he got Devontae Adams, but he only had him for one year. There was a lot of move and fro. Even Waller, I think he only played like eight games this year as well. So when you look at the right. situation, he's still able to put up numbers. He's still solid. When you look at his play, how could we possibly be a top, top 10 team if he's here? Right? If he's here, he's clearly mm. better than Zach Wilson off the bat. He's one of the better options. Mm-hmm. If he'd come in here, he'd have multiple 4,000-yard seasons. He'd be one of the better quarterbacks in our franchise history. That's a fact. When you look at his resume, mm-hmm. if you stack up his stats, right? So how can he come mm-hmm. here and we still be, you know, top 10 in the draft? We wouldn't be. We'd be a playoff team, right? We'd be a playoff team, and we would easily be fighting and pushing. So when you look at the situation there, why would you not give up a first-round pick and some change, to grab what you've been needing so badly. We talked about mm. this constantly. You look at Zach Wilson, he's, he's I'm not going to call him trash. I'm going to say he hasn't been what we all hoped he would be so far. But Fair point. That, Fair way. Way. Nice way to oh, say okay. it. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I don't have – you can say what you like, but I, he hasn't been to this point, right? So right. if you look at the New York Jets, you look at this offense – the biggest issue this year clearly was offensive production. The defense is there. 
if you grab Carr and you give up a first rounder for this guy, he comes to the team, you're a playoff team, right? You're competing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're pushing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that worth a first rounder, Ted? You know what, Joe? Let me say this about the uh, – yeah, I misspoke about the draft pick. My mistake on, this, on that ahead. one. Um, they just did the Sean Payton deal where they gave for a first and second, and I think mm-hmm. the Saints gave them a third. So okay. maybe they we get, can give okay, up a just... first and we can get Carr, you know, maybe Carr on a fourth or Carr on a third back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'd be willing to do that. I'd be willing mm-hmm. to do that. Or another player, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think another thing as well that we need to look at when we talk about Carr, again, because the options mm-hmm. you know, could be slim. Maybe Aaron Rodgers stays with Green Bay. Of course, we all mm-hmm. talk about the Ravens. It, it looks like every indica- implication, indication excuse me, currently that the Ravens are going to try to keep him. Maybe mm-hmm. Carr's the guy out there that everybody starts going over, and then the bidding war starts. That's what I'm worried about as well, Ted, that bidding war mm-hmm. between teams. You know, We'll see what happens with the Bucks, the Titans. Are, the people are talking about the Titans being in a look uh, to, to grab mm-hmm. a quarterback. Although there's so many teams out there that are looking to grab right. a guy. He could be a guy yeah. where that bidding war can start. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I also want to get your thoughts on the pressure playing in New York. Do you have any concerns? with him possibly not being able to deal with that pressure. Joe, anybody who's put under a microscope like that, uh, you never know how they're going to react. So mm-hmm. as long as he wins and is competent and uh, can lead the team, maybe he's a quiet leader. I don't know how vocal he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let me say this about New York, because I am from there. Uh, I think in a way – it's a bit overblown because if you, you if the NFL is a microscope, I don't care where you play. Maybe not in Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, mean, I think it is. Because, you think it's overblown? Go ahead. I mean, I'll, I'll let you make your point. A little, a little. I mean, you know, there's so many, there's so many, there's so many. The NFL is a, is a microscope, and in, and if you're in, maybe if you're in, I don't know, what's the most Kansas City, you're still scrutinized. New York is maybe a bit rougher, but I would say Philly. I mean, Dallas, if you San Francisco, L.A. If you're not winning, you're going to be hammered no matter where you're at. You know, it's going to be I don't, ugly. I don't think. I, okay, look, Ted, I get it, and mm-hmm. I know you from New York. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, everybody knows I slide around. We'll get to these callers in a second. Everybody, just be prepared. Listen. <laughs> When you got guys, they followed uh, they followed Le'Veon Bell to a bowling alley. How many mm-hmm. – remember the article that was written about Sam Darnold, how he got him kissing girls and stuff? They followed him around to a bar and all that He got mono. Stuff. He got mono. Uh, yeah, yeah. He got mono off that. They followed him to a bar. They Well, this was before that, outside of just a kissing oh, girl. They followed him around one? to a bar. Remember when he – like uh-huh. we, we were winning. We won a game, and he went out and celebrated. They followed him there. Uh, they, listen – New York media is different. It's very different, right. and we know that. We've had a lot of issues with the beat as well. Look, I have no problem with the beat, but there's a lot of Jets fans that have tons of issues with the beat from unnamed uh-huh. sources. And we've had a lot of things go on here, right, that has been crazy, that has really just kind of been really with our own beat. Now, stuff like that don't necessarily happen in Green Bay or Dallas either. There's other places where it's very friendly, but the, the pressure to come here – is immense, or the pressure here is immense. That's one of the things that's driven away a lot of free agents as well in the past 
when it comes to the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. A lot of people not mm-hmm. wanting to come here and deal with the media and deal with the fan base because this fan base will drive you crazy too. How many times have we seen the fan base <laughs> at players on the yeah you <laughs> yeah you know that they won't just attack oh, yeah. players they'll attack your family they will we've seen it I've seen it. I've seen Jets fans actively attack family members. We, we've seen that recently. Jack Wilson's mom. Mm-hmm. We've seen them do things to others in the past. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Makai, Mrs. Beckton, you know, all due respect to her. They've attacked her before mm-hmm. as well. I mean, it's, it's been wild here. So there are things that are very much uh, kind of that only happen in, in certain areas and definitely happens here, especially with the media and the fan base on top mm-hmm. of you. But my final question mm-hmm. for you, because we got callers and Eliza hot. I want to get to everybody. You're talking about, you know, the salary cap. There's a lot of guys that, you know, are we, we got to take a look at and see what's going to happen with them going forward. You talk about Corey Davis. I know you want to get rid of him. But there's a lot of people speaking about wanting to cut uh, Carl Lawson as well. You know, getting rid of mm-hmm. Carl Lawson, I believe, would save us $15.4 million. And we'd only have to eat, I think, uh, $333,000 or something like that. Caffeine. I'm no mm-hmm. cap specialist or capologist, you know as other people like to pretend mm-hmm. to be. But do you want to see Carl Lawson cut, or would you like to see him restructured? I mean, how do you think the New York Jets should move forward with his situation? Well, usually second year off of an Achilles, you usually are better, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, would hope he would, I would hope he would restructure uh, if he likes it here. Um, if he doesn't, you may have to cut him. But can I say one thing about the other thing, Joe, real quick about New York? Go ahead, go ahead. If you're confident, ahead, quickly, if you're confident you can embrace I, – I mean, the attacks on social media, because I don't do social media. I, I, Joe, I'm the type of person that doesn't give, give an F about what people say about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if you're, yeah. if, you're confident, if you're confident in what you do and, and you succeed and you do the right things, then, you know, you'll be successful in New York if you – if you crumble under the pressure and the and the spotlight, then that's how then that's the position that you're put in, and it, it's not it's, it, it may not work out. It may work out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It may never work out. Darnold, it may never work out for him. You know, he tried Carolina too. So uh, I, I I understand the social media thing, but you know, Zach Wilson's mom is the one putting herself out there too. You know, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. if I had a kid I, I, playing quarterback. I wouldn't put myself out there. I would just let him do his thing. No, listen. And, I don't and hear I anything. Hear you, I hear you, but it's different. It, it's different yeah, when it's not the outside pressure when it's inside. Mm. It, it's different mm. for. I, I would think if I was an NFL player and I played mm. for the Jets and somebody that was a Patriots fan was talking crazy about me, it was like, okay, he's a Patriots mm. fan. I get that. But if right. I open my social media, and again, I'm not a, really a social media guy either. Everyone knows that I've talked about that for years, and I'm not really the biggest fan of social media. But these players today, they've grown up with this. This is their thing, That's right? True. They get on social media. Right. I mean, we see, we see guys arguing all the time all over social media. You know, it also has become a form of income for some players as well, right? That's but when true. you open your social media and the people that are talking crazy to you, are wearing the same mm. jerseys that you're wearing. Mm. <laughs> the people um. that are talking crazy to you are going to the going to the game to cheer. It's it's a different it's a different type of sad man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that could happen anywhere, it's Joe. A, it's That's gotta happen anywhere. Then. I gotcha. Right. I'm just, that could happen. Anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. So let me, Ted. I gotta slide off. I want to thank I you know, for calling in tonight. 
Thanks, you have yourself Joe. a good one, all right? Thank you too, you. Joe. Take care. <laughs> Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. The lines are hot. Salutes to Phenom in the chat. Savage. Phenom says, in 1969, Joe Namath threw for 4,007 yards. That's over a half of a century ago. I'm on record for Darren Carr over Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers, younger guy, better uh, better than his brother, and help him understand the New York state of mind. Yeah, we'll see. Sergeant CVO also says, do we take the best player available in the draft or focus on position of need? I say focus on position of need. All right. I know Sergeant CVO also said best player worked out last season, but corner was also a position of need as well uh, last season. If you look at the situation, right? Uh, Sauce, we needed him. They didn't necessarily feel comfortable going forward with uh, Hall, which we were all confused about. But guess what? Hall went from a guy that we all would be thought would be the number one corner to being on a practice squad and inact- or inactive every week, right? Anybody remember him? I do. He was one of the guys I was extremely excited about. He's pretty much inactive every week. Garrett Wilson, necessary pick as well. When you look at the situation, we needed another weapon. Corey Davis was constantly going down. Guess who showed up and showed out this year? Garrett Wilson. You look at Jermaine Johnson. We needed a pass rusher. He was one of the guys that we talked about before the draft, right? We were all excited about Joe Douglas got Garrett Wilson, traded back up, and then grabbed uh, Johnson. We We needed an aid in the pass rushing game. He was brought in too. So these are all positions of need. It's not like we're taking, you know, positions that we didn't need, something that we didn't need to have, uh, you know, really impact us from a, a stance of impact positions. So best player available, I've always had an issue with that because that's when – only time you can really look at best player available is when you're a team that's, you know, on the cusp, like the Chiefs or something like that, right? They pretty much have everything pretty much shored up. But you, when you're in a rebuild like we are, you can't always go best player available. That was McCagnin's downfall. Best player available made this roster a mess, a complete mess. But salute to all the savages in the chat. We'll keep getting back to you, all right? Now we got to get back to these lines. Lines is hot. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Dwayne. Dwayne, we're coming to you. Venom G, Steve, Monty, everybody else, hold on. We'll get to you in a second. Salute to you, Dwayne. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, for those of you who do not know, Dwayne, oh, that man's a savage. Dwayne salutes. Damn. Those, I'm telling you, y'all don't know Dwayne's a savage. He's a savage. Listen, Dwayne, we talking Derek Carr tonight. I've talked to a lot of people. I've said uh, I think that he's a phenomenal option for the New York Jets. What are your thoughts, man? There's a lot of Jets fans that don't want to have anything to do with him, don't feel like he is a, a top-tier option that would allow us to compete at a high level. What say you? Um, first and foremost, <clears throat> with his statistics, um, he may not be the best touchdown and interception guy, but um, the amount of yards that he puts up with the kind of um, skill players we have can raise that that touchdown and interception ratio. I think a lot of these guys, once you put the ball in their hands, they're more dangerous mm-hmm. than a lot of receivers that he's had on Oakland. Um, and then you have people like uh, like. Brees Hall, you know what I'm saying? Those little check downs are mm-hmm. different to Brees Hall. Um, so I, I invite that. I invite that Derek Carr idea. Um, another reason I invite that Derek Carr idea is because there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to getting uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
you know, I've been hearing a lot of um, rumors about how the trade becomes much more, um, much more advantageous for the Packers if they wait till June to trade him. It's something in his mm-hmm. contract. Um, yeah, it, even it, so if they don't. They, the, I don't no, want to no, cut no. you off, but the big thing is after February 15th, uh, it locks in a $40 million guarantee. So he's, it locks them in cap-wise for him as far as, like, the charge at the, to pay. So that's why they want to move him before February, February 15th or cut him. If they cut him before February 15th, I believe they're only on the hook for, like, $5 million and some change, right, if they cut him. But if they don't, then that $40 million, they're going to eat a lot of it. Go ahead. So you're talking about Aaron Rodgers right there. You're talking about – that's what you're talking about? No, I, I was talking about Carr. I thought you were speaking on Carr. Carr, okay. You talking yeah, about yeah. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah, I was talking about yeah. Rodgers. There's go, something go, in his contract go, go that um, something about it where it's much more advantageous for them to trade after June 1st. So imagine if that's yeah. what they're looking forward to. And even if they're not looking forward to it, what they're also doing is contemplating. So that might stall out whatever trade they're coming. So imagine we, we're, we're going all in on Aaron Rodgers. We we'll want to wait till June. They're selling out. We lose Carr, we lose Brady, we lose Jimmy, and we're stuck waiting for Aaron Rodgers to see if they're going to make that trade. And then they trade him to someone else. That's what that's what can happen. So that's why I'm not really too um, hooked in the all in for Aaron Rodgers thing. So okay. the next best thing is is Derek Carr. And yeah. the reason why I think Derek Carr is a good option as well is because if, if Nathaniel Hackett is as good as they say and mm-hmm. what he did with um, what's this guy in, in uh, Jacksonville, Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah. If he can do that with, Blake, with Blake Bortles, then I'm pretty sure he can do it with uh, with Derek Carr. So I, I think okay. we're getting I think we're getting a good version of Derek Carr possibly mm-hmm. a better version of Derek Carr, but then you add to the fact that this team is pretty much good with a I, – I hope Zach Wilson doesn't listen to this – with a bust <laughs> at quarterback. We're pretty good oh, with a bust at quarterback. Come I'm sorry. On, if, he, he could I'm, not I'm just saying. to say that. Could, <laughs> you couldn't wait. Dwayne, exactly. I was letting you go because you were bringing some heat, and then he just had to – he had he couldn't wait to say bust at quarterback. Well, listen, okay, look, Dwayne, I will give you this. Derek Carr coming in here, you know, being a top 15 quarterback, which I believe that he is, right? People argue he may be higher than that, whatever, right? Top 15 quarterback I think takes us to the next level. But my biggest question for him, with him, right, is would he be able to operate in the pressure that is the New York experience, right? We've broken a lot of people here. Let's keep it real. I just got off the phone with Ted. A lot of people don't want to believe me now, right? But we've seen it. We've seen our, we've seen our fan base attack players. We've seen them attack their families. We've seen our media attack players and attack their families. We've seen stories, outrageous stories about different stuff that's going on here. Do you believe Carr will be able to function in the pressure cooker that is the New York Jets experience? Because when he come here, you'd have huge expectations on him. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no quarterback is ready as a young player 
can can handle New York. I think that's what we've been seeing. We've been seeing a lot of Sam Darnold, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of Zach Wilson, you know, Mark Sanchez, and none of those quarterbacks are right because they don't even know if they're good, and the media isn't giving them time to figure that out. So. You know, a veteran mm-hmm. quarterback. If he comes in and plays the way he plays, he's felt the pressure of the of the, uh, of the report. You know, the NFL media. You know, the fans. And you know, Oakland is not a small market. You know, it's still California. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he's relatively used to it. And if he comes in and plays the way he mm-hmm. normally plays, it, close to it, the media is still. They're still jerks. They're still going to make stuff up every now and then, but. <laughs> They're not going to really trouble him too much, you know what I mean? Because remember when, when, when Favre yeah. came here, they were behind Favre, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all about the play, you know what I'm saying? Um, every yeah. once in a while, Rich no. Cermini is going to say, you know, Derek yeah. Carr, uh, his brother had a fight with, uh, with Bryce Huff, <laughs> or something stupid like that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rich Cermini. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, but yeah, yeah. I, I hear, I hear exactly what you're saying. I'm just, you know, again, uh, I'm, I'm giving that other perspective. I've seen it. I, I, again, Sam Darnold. I'm a USC guy. Everybody knows. Fight on. And I watched it. They tried to break him. You know, he held his own as until he got out of here. They, they will attack. We've seen him break Mark Sanchez, another USC guy. We've seen him Rex Ryan. We've seen it. Even Zach Wilson has talked about the pressure. You know, they'll attack everybody. I'm just wondering. You know, is that something that he'll be able to handle? Not only that, but is that something that he'll even want to deal with because he has a no-trade clause in his, contact, in his contract as well. Maybe that's something that, you know, would, say, would have him say, hey, look, I'm not, I don't want to have nothing to, deal, nothing to do with dealing with the Jets. I'm ready to move on. But my final question for you, Dwayne, because you're bringing the heat, man. We're talking about the cap as well tonight. Jets are $2.8 million over it currently. I think the floor is... 224 million point eight or 224.8 million excuse me a lot of people talking about cj mosley man we all know that he's making a lot of money all right 21.46 million whoa 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 this guy's <laughs> this guy's got a lot of money on his, on his uh on his books here what do you think the jets should do going forward with him are you looking for a restructure or is he a guy that you want to cut and move on from Unfortunately, with the Jets' defense, linebackers are like the center of the defense. I mean, everything else mm-hmm. is important. But the way their mm-hmm. defense is played, it's all read and react. These, these linebackers are extra valuable. Even with mm-hmm. that said, I think we, gotta, we, got, we, we might have to let go of Quincy, draft mm-hmm. the linebacker in the second round, and try to train him up, put uh, Sher- Sherwood in in his spot, and then I forgot the other guy that we have that was playing good last year, the vet um, from San Francisco. And, Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander, yeah. Let him play, stay in his spot. Hopefully we can restructure uh, CJ. But um, I think if we can't find a, a miracle to, to restructure, um, what's, the, uh, what's the outside, the, the uh, defensive end, the uh, Right end. I mean the left. Uh, uh, you talk about Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson. We might lose him. Um, really? He has one of those contracts. We he has one of those decently big contracts, but it's not a. It's not. I can't say he's not necessary. 
or valuable. But compared to what everybody else that we have um, that's on a big contract, he's the one that we can let mm-hmm. go of. So we might have to let go of him. We kind of have placements in a sense, you know, yeah, very I, tough I, and I just I don't I don't believe that to be true, and I know that there's a lot of Jets, Jets fans, and we'll discuss this as we continue on throughout the show. I, I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that wanna that are talking about getting rid of Carl Lawson and cutting him. I don't think that he's as unnecessary as a lot of people believe. Right? When you look at other teams, they have multiple guys that can get after the passer, multiple guys. Right? You look yeah. at where we got him. We got him in free agency. You're gonna pay for pass rushers, guys that can provide what he can provide. Now, Carl Lawson is not a guy that's gonna get you. 16, 17 sacks or whatever a season. He's not going to get you. He's never really been that kind of guy. But what he's going to get you is he's going to be an added piece of the pressure, and he's going to get you about eight, maybe nine sacks, maybe ten sacks at best, right? But that's, that's good. That's really good. If you look at this year, he was near the top of the league in uh, hurries this year, right? And quarterback pressure, hurries, right. stuff like that. He was, he was around there for a good part of the season, right? And, again, he's coming back off of ACL. Uh, he played this year. And look good. I don't think he missed a game either. So I expect better production next year, a year coming off that ACL, another year just rehabbing, doing his thing, getting better. And he's a guy that's one of the hearts and souls of the team as well. A lot of people don't talk about that. We all know he's very vocal, very vocal. He's a guy that pushes, the he's a guy that's a leader. Yeah, I think you can restructure his contract. I think that's big. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll, let you, I'll give you a finish of words. No, no, I was just saying, I, I've seen people kind of break it down or try to break it down, and so far it seems like most people let go of, uh, let him go. Of Carl Lawson. Um, yeah, of Carl Lawson. And, I mean, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've looked at the money and, you know, the type of contract that we were bringing in with either Rodgers or Carr. I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe somebody, you know, can really do the math and figure it out, a way to keep him, because I don't want to Well, here, here's the thing. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not a cap, I'm not a capologist, but honestly, a lot of people that are speaking about this, no disrespect to them, but they're they're not as as uh, they're not looking at the long game. This year, yes, the New York Jets need to get under the cap, right? We're 2.8 million over, but I believe next year we have 121 million dollars in free cap. You can take that contract restructure and push it to a, push the money, a lot of the big money, in the later years of his contract. That's what I believe we're going to do with Quentin Williams. Right? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's why the cap goes up every year. There's also some openings as well. And then that's how we can handle this situation with Carl Lawson. But I believe getting rid of Carl Lawson, I don't think is the best option. Unless he's not willing to restructure and all that stuff, which I don't believe that he won't be willing to restructure, then we should make that happen because he's a piece. A lot of people want to get rid of him. He was second in the, in the team in sacks. Quentin Williams was first with 12, and I believe he had seven this year. That's coming off of an ACL. Now you're just going to get rid of And I think he had production. a huge impact on Quinnen's year, too. I think he had a huge yeah. impact. And, and on... so it's like, we, and we finally have that, right? We finally have the pass rush that we've all been, been waiting for. This is what took this defense from basically dead bottom of the league last year to fourth in the league this year. We finally can get after the passer, and it's an accumul- it's accumulation of everyone. It's not just one guy. We don't have, like, a Nick Bosa. Right, but we got a bunch of guys that are really good. I mean, Quentin Williams is probably our best defensive player, right? He's the one that causes all the disruption and all that stuff up front. But we also got Carl Lawson to throw in there too, so the per the hurries and the pass. We also got other. So you can pay him, but you just have to restructure his contract. But listen, Dwayne, I got to let you go. The lines are hot. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one. All right. All right. Great show. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. 
We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking our callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Trust me. Takes are flying. Salutes to all the savages in the chat going back and forth. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Monty. Monty, I'm coming directly to you. Venom G, Steve, David, Newark, Brick City. Hold on. Other callers as well. We'll get to everybody. For you, the guys that don't know, Monty, Savage. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Savage. You know what I'm saying? I always got to keep my eyes open when Monty's around. Monty, salute. Oh, I want to yeah. thank you for, for calling sure. in tonight. Sure. Listen. We talking Derek Carr, man. A lot of people saying they don't want to have nothing to do with him. I think that he would be a good piece, a uh, good uh, final, good final piece to the puzzle that is the New York Jets competing for a playoff spot. What do you think? Uh, man, I'm so fixated on Aaron Rodgers, man. Derek Carr really don't even matter. <laughs> like if we get, like if we don't get Aaron, if we don't get Aaron Rodgers, man, like I'm gonna tell you, I, I, oh, I'm going goodness. to be highly disappointed. And but the crazy really? thing is, uh, at yeah, man, at the end of the season, like I kind of you know came around to Derek Carr because I'm just like you know what, look, he's probably he's probably the best option that we can we can get at quarterback. And when you look at his numbers, you you know it's it's, it's way better than what we have. You think about the defense and what mm-hmm. we have. You think about we had literally no type of offense last year. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can kind of warm up to Derek Carr a little bit. It took a little time. I warmed up mm-hmm. to the idea, right? So then they started yeah. breaking up, you know, this stuff with Aaron Rodgers. It's like, bruh, we got to get Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's 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 levels to quarterback play, and I feel like uh-huh. Derek Carr is a is a really good option. But the only thing is, it's like if the offense is playing poorly, can Derek Carr raise the level of expectations up? get everybody confidence of. And I just don't think Derek Carr is that is, is that type of guy. Now, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I mean, I was watching some interview that uh uh I, I forget it was uh it was on Twitter. I saw an interview that Brees Hall had and um the reporter mm-hmm. was asking him about the possibility of playing with Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. dude, he was trying so hard not to smile when asked that question. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when you're playing with players like that, it's just I mean, you 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 wanna you wanna play with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Derek Carr is a course. good quarterback, but yeah. you know, I just look at the years that he's had in Oakland and the expectations that he had even last year. Uh, you know, with all the talent, and it's just it. You know, consistently, you don't know if you're gonna get to the playoffs with Derek Carr, even though you might have a competitive team. You don't. You just don't know, and that's the thing that I'm yeah, kind of nervous how- about with with Derek Carr. Yeah, but and I hear what you're saying, Monty, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here as a guy that is looking at Derek Carr and thinking that he can get us there. Dude, he's a top 15 quarterback. You talk about playoff expectations and all these things. Okay, last year he had Devontae Adams. That's the first year that he's had a, a weapon like that, right? Then Waller only played eight games. You look at the issues they've had defensively as well. I don't think they've been ranked higher than 25th defensively since he's been there. So when you look at what's going on here throughout his career outside of last year, even last year he threw for 3,500 yards. He's had four, over 4,000 yards four times in his career. And this is through all the dysfunction with Gruden and all the dysfunction with Mayock, the years of bad mm-hmm. drafting. Anybody remember all that? Like, I know you know about all that stuff yeah. that they were doing over there that was just ridiculous. 
Just a mess yeah. over there. And this guy's still throwing for 4,000 yards. Let me tell you something. If the New York Jets had a, had a – if the New York Jets had Derek Carr and he threw for 4,000 yards, right, last season, we'd be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, for sure. Easy. For sure. Not only would we be in the playoffs, sure. you, you could argue that the New York Jets would push to possibly be in a championship game or be in a Super Bowl with a 4,000-yard passer. Look at what we had last season, and we were still on the doorstep of making the playoffs. Yes. We blew yes. that. But, we blew that but, with a six-game losing streak. So mm-hmm. I, I get yeah. that. Look, yeah. I love Aaron Rodgers, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Aaron Rodgers ain't Aaron Rodgers, dog. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers, right? Oh, yeah. But you we know also it. have to look at the uh, – yeah, we also have to look at the other possibility or the other opportunities as well because there's other guys out there. And Derek Carr is one of those guys. And I don't think that anybody should look at Derek Carr and think, oh, well, he's just – he's trash. All right, I'll take him into the trash. No, he's a guy that we should really look at as a perspective because even in dysfunction, we've seen big numbers from him. Every, even mm-hmm. like you just said, uh, uh, Monty, you just said yourself, hey, well, you know, I mean, I kind of warmed up to the idea. The New York Jets have only had a 4,000-yard passer one time in our franchise yeah. history. Yeah. He did it four times. So – yeah, I just I don't think that people should you know golf uh, uh, kind of you know you know kind of shoe off the idea or pass it off as ah well I just take him no he's a viable guy that I think if brought in coached correctly in a in a facility in a franchise that is no nonsense like we are where the culture has changed things are different here yeah. I yeah. think he could be big big successful now my question my next question for you Monty is and I've asked a lot of people if you're Derek Carr he does have a no clause a no trade clause right mm-hmm. if you're trying yeah. to acquire him man. What exactly do you think you could speak with Derek Carr about to try to get him to waive that no-trade clause and sell him on becoming a Jet? What do we have here that would be of interest to him to help him succeed in his career? So this is this is what I wanted to, wanted to say about that. Um, so yeah, that's the issue that, that I have uh, with Derek Carr is because now we're talking about draft compensation, right? So we're looking at mm-hmm. at least a second, third-round pick, uh, we already don't have that many picks uh, to, you know, kind of, you know, that we had in previous years. So you have to give up high draft compensation, maybe third round, maybe second round, fifth round. And then also, you you know, you're you're going to have to take on the $40 million, which that means mm-hmm. that you're going to have to probably restructure. Hopefully we can restructure some contracts, and you're going to yeah. have to, re, you know, get rid of some guys. So when I yeah. – so that's the thing that I, 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 I just – you know, I, I like Derek Carr, but is he a is he a forty million dollar quarterback? And I, and to be honest, yeah. I don't even look at you know the the amount of money in which quarterbacks make anyway. You kind of got to look at the percentage in which they make because the you know the salary cap goes up every single year, so you have to look at the mm-hmm. percentage in which they take up. So I mean, forty million for a quarterback. I mean, for uh you know of of Derek Carr stature. I mean, I. I, I and and a uh, and a draft pick, I I just don't see it because you're gonna have to take away from other places and you're not gonna be able to build and add to the team. And I don't think Derek Carr you, is that type of player where you want to take that gamble on because you consistently you don't know what you're gonna get year by year from Derek Carr. We're just baking on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the our defense played well last year. Salah's gonna have the defense playing well. The, uh, you know, every single year. We don't know that. We, you know, to be mm-hmm. honest. We um you know we kind of have like a little bit of a soft schedule this year, dude. We're playing some killers. We we're, we're playing some killers, and we we we're gonna have to have a, a QB that can you know kind of keep up, and we're also gonna have a, a defense that can um stop 
you know these guys. Yeah, and he can he can keep up. He'll be able to keep up because we have the we have the weapons and we don't have the dysfunction. You're talking about paying a quarterback forty million, right? And I understand a lot of people look at that, and I think that where that come from, like when we talk about deals in forty million and not want to pay quarterbacks because we've never had a quarterback here. Oh, excuse me, let me take that back. We haven't had a quarterback in recent history that is worth mm-hmm. giving a forty million dollar deal to. Okay, that's what yeah. that's what happens around this league. Quarterbacks get paid, as you and I well know. A lot of people talking about giving Carr forty million, and he's not worth that. There's other guys around the league that's making close to that as well. Kirk Cousins make thirty five million. Everybody calls him trash. Garrett Goff thirty three million. Everybody, nobody really likes him. Carson Wentz, and this is year average, year average on their contract. Carson Wentz, his mm. average, his average is thirty two million dollars. Their car's better than Wentz. <laughs> he's better a lot there's yeah. a lot of guys quarterbacks get paid in this league dog i'm sorry like but we don't know that because we haven't had a quarterback worth giving that second deal to or worth paying that type of money yeah. in a long time that's what happens when you get when you find a quarterback or you get a guy that can lift your franchise you get a guy that just can hold the fort for you because we've seen guys just be able to hold the fort i remember ryan Tannehill went to tennessee they paid him as well at that time to keep him as a franchise quarterback and people were like whoa What's going on? But look what happened. He held the fort for them. He did what, the, what he needed to do, and we saw the Titans mm-hmm. compete in playoffs and do all those other things. So, yes, he's a guy that, yes, is going to get paid $40 million. He's a top 15 quarterback in this league. The skills are there, multiple 4,000-yard seasons, three Pro Bowls, with everything that's swirling around. To take the New York Jets to the next level, he's the guy that you can grab and get it done. So I'm not worried about listen, that. I'm also not listen. worried about draft compensation if, 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 as well when we're talking about trading for quarterbacks. The first-round pick for Derek Carr – and maybe a late mm-hmm. round pick, I'd have no no issues doing that at all. But I would love oh, to get him for a second round pick and some change. I'm, listen, I don't Monty, listen. I like. Monty, I, I, I told you. I like. I like. I like. I told you. I, listen, I'm not one of the, I'll let I'm you not one of the people. The last word. Who, I'm not one of the people who you know who who dog Derek Carr. I think he's a good quarterback. I'm, yeah. I, I've, I've never yeah. you know said that he's not a not an able bodied quarterback. Like he he definitely is. But all I'm saying, Joe, mm-hmm. is the consistency. Of of Derek Carr as a leader on the team, as a guy who's mm-hmm. going to consistently get you in the playoffs. I don't. I honestly mm-hmm. think he's a good quarterback, but he's just not. He's not. Listen, he can make us playoff contenders, contenders. But if we get Aaron Rodgers, that's going to make us Super Bowl contenders. There's Look, a there's a difference. That. There's a difference between yeah. those type of yeah. quarterbacks. And that's all. That's all. Yeah, I, that's no. all I'm saying. And and and, and, I and if we go to the playoffs, I'm totally good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the playoffs in about 12 years. So I'm 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 good <laughs> with that. But if you're asking me, you know, my, you know, like this is a big this is a big year for me personally, bro. And my and my mm-hmm. heart and me being in Cleveland and seeing fans in Cleveland talk talk trash about the Jets. I got my friends talking about the Jags and everything and Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I listen. I need I need Super Bowl next year. I need some I need competing wow. for Super Bowl next year. I cannot take it. Okay. It's it's Super Bowl it's Super Bowl or bust for me. I, for real. You know? So I, I'm 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 hundred percent honest. I'm hundred percent honest, Joe. Monty, like it's it's Monty. gotten it's gotten to that point. Monty, slow down. Slow down. Right. I hear you. I hear the I'm frustration. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hear the anger. Yeah, yeah. It but is, we man. Still, it we, is. <laughs> we still push it forward. We still build them. But I tell you what, with the quarterback in the building, 
right? With a mm-hmm. quarterback in the building, we'd be a lot closer than we've been in years. Like I said, even with Zach Wilson yeah. and yeah. the up-and-down yeah. quarterback play we had this year, we were still on the doorsteps of a playoff. There were so many games. We're in games. Look at those two Patriots games. Uh, I can, there was mm-hmm. multiple games last year where we're in it. Those, that Lions game, all those games, mm-hmm. even the Vikings game. I think we only lost that by five yep. points, right? If we have yep. a quarterback that can come in and command the offense the way we need him to, we're get it done and we're in the playoffs. But we'll, you know, I, I don't want to scream Super Bowls and all that stuff just yet, right? But it is what I it mean, is. So my I'm final not, question before I let you Aaron go. Rogers, my I final, <laughs> my final question before I let you go, Monty, is giving your thoughts about the hubbub being spun about tw- Quentin Williams in the tweet. I don't know if you saw it. He spoke about mm-hmm. he, he was speaking to Bosa in a tweet talking about now Bosa. You see what I'm going through. No offense. Do you feel like he was taking a shot at the Jets' offense? Give me your thoughts quickly. I got to the Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think he was definitely taking a shot at uh, shot at the uh, the Jets' offense. Um, Zach Wilson. Wow. Probably, okay. You know. Yeah, he he was definitely <laughs> taking a shot. <laughs> yeah, Twitter was going nuts after what yeah. what, what was going on, and you know it's crazy. I tell yeah. you, I'm sorry, man. I my, you know they sent that in my group chat, and everybody lol and laughing at me as a Jets fan. So you know that one, that, you know hearing that from Quinn kind of hurt a little bit because I you know it just came yeah. out of nowhere. But I mean, I totally feel him, man. You playing these dudes are. These, these dudes on defense playing their heart out, man. And to have an offense, yeah. especially in this day and age, give you nothing, zilch. Uh, it's it's man, it's not. It's it's hard to continue to play hard, man. So I mean, I feel, I feel yeah. it. <laughs> okay. I, I personally, again, I, I didn't think it was directed at the Jets' offense. I think he meant no offense because Bosa was getting doubled and going through a lot. But I could be wrong. But listen, Monty, I got to slide off. We got other callers. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a yes, good sir. one. All right. We can get into these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in. Salute to my guy Matthew Smith in the chat. He says, "Joe, salutes, man. Good to see you in here." Also, salutes to all the rest of the savages. We'll keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Jesse Gutierrez says, "Who do you think will be the Raiders QB?" If you know, once Carr is gone, Jesse, I'm thinking Brady probably slides in there. You know, that's what I think is going to happen. But We'll get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy, Venom G's. Venom G's, I'm coming directly to you, David, Newark, Chris, Steve. Hold on. Other callers as well. We'll get to everybody. Salute to you, Venom G's. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you who do not know, Venom G's, oh, he's a savage. Listen, Joe, man, we're talking to Derek Carr. A lot of people don't want to have nothing to do with him, bro. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts about Derek man. Carr, man. How are you feeling about him, and do you think he'll be able to hold up under the pressure that is New York yeah. if he does get traded and brought in here? I'm, I'm, I'm with my man, Monty. There's levels to this quarterback play, man. There's, 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 there's playoffs and then there's Super Bowls. I've seen what Carr did with um, – with the wide receiver this year, and I saw what Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers did with him. Totally different look. Only thing I'm requesting mm-hmm. we get Aaron Rodgers is being voluntary workout with this team so he could get in sync a lot quicker than coming in <laughs> later in the, <laughs> in the playoffs in the, in the preseason time. I don't want to see him do that. I want to see him get in, get acclimated with the, with the wide receivers and things of that nature. But like I said, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that that looks like the way to go. Carr is, is a step down. You know, I know you say he's a wow, top fifteen, okay. 
but we're talking about a top five or top three quarterback. And he's, I know you said 4,000 yards. Aaron Rodgers has been doing the same thing, and he's been in the playoffs. He has consistency. Mm-hmm. He's, he's ready to make it work. And if you get him on the team, man, He's going with his old Ben and G, but Carr's been in the playoffs, too. And, Carr's been in the playoffs, and, yeah, too, yeah, but, He's been but, in the playoffs but, before. It's not, it's not, it's Three not Pro the same. Bowls. It's not the same. Look, I, it's I, not know, the same. I know. Two he he doesn't have a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. Hold on. Ben, I'm not saying that, that Derek Carr is Aaron Rodgers. That's not. That would be foolish, no, no, right? No. I, I can't make that argument. Yeah. But not in the same zip code. Not in the same zip code. Derek Carr. Yeah, but Derek Carr is a phenomenal option for the New York Jets. And here's my question for you, right, because everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers. How concerned are you about the fact that, again, Aaron Rodgers still, as of yet, is still mulling about, not making a decision. How concerned are you about Aaron Rodgers pulling the rug from underneath the Jets, you know, stringing us us along, right, stringing us along, Mm -hmm. as we've seen him do with the Packers before, stringing along, and then deciding, oh, I want to stay with the Packers. That is nah, we, we gotta make, How concerned we, are you about make that situation? Because nobody wants to deal with Derek Carr. Aren't you concerned about that happening as well? Wouldn't that want to make you push to get a deal done with Carr? Yeah, we have to. We have to get one done quickly, man, because if we, we can't wait till June. We can't do that. We have to do this mm-hmm. ASAP. We have to find a quarterback. If it's Carr, then we know what we're in for. But I'd rather see Aaron mm-hmm. here. I'd rather see Zach Wilson behind his just him, Aaron Rodgers being a mentor to Zach Wilson, and then we can step away from that once Zach get up to speed. But mm-hmm. if we have to go with with Carr, I have no problems with that. But I know it'll be we we can't think about. Super Bowls. We have to think about playoffs and then progression well, with this quarterback. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Everyone talks about Super Bowls, and I get it. But can we – we got to start, you know, slowly. We got to crawl before we walk. Wait, you know? wait. Can we yeah, make yeah. the playoffs first? We ain't been in the playoffs Joe, for 12 Joe, years. Joe, right? Joe, I, I hear, Joe, you. I hear everybody talking about Super Bowls. But go ahead. No, Joe, I'm just saying with the, the quarterbacks that we have in the AFC, who are you more mm-hmm. comfortable with, with yeah. in a shootout? Or if you had Aaron Rodgers or you had Carr, mm-hmm. Who would you be more comfortable in your t- on as your quarterback? I know I'm not going to lie to you. you it, 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 it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, right? But yeah, at yeah. the same time, I've also seen Derek Carr go blow mm-hmm. for blow with Patrick as well. I've seen him go blow for blow. All right, I've seen yeah. him go in there and handle business. All right, you got to remember that they they they're fighting back and forth with KC all the time. They're in the same division. So mm-hmm. I've seen him go in there and yeah. put up some numbers against, you know, with, with, with Mahomes being on the other side as well. And I've also seen him go in there and really put together some good games. Again, this guy's thrown for over 4,000 yards four times. You know, it's, yeah, no, and, and, it's, and, it's nothing to you know, so, shake a stick at. This guy can play as well. Yeah. Just, just with you saying that, I, I never – you know, I never really watched Carr. Only time I watch Carr is when we beat him or something like that. Or they, Man. you know, that's the only time yeah. I watch Carr. <laughs> but yeah. I can see maybe if you put him with this defense, because like we we mm-hmm. don't give up more than twenty points, twenty. You yeah. know, so maybe he could win those type of shootout games and, and things like mm-hmm. that. So if we only got to score, if he only has to score one touchdown, two touchdowns, I think you know he could do that. You know, so yeah. that, no, listen. You know, if I see him like that, I, I I could look at it and be like, okay, Carl. You know, 
Yeah, but I'm, how I'm long, telling you, how a lot of people expect him to be here. Well, I, I think he's got a, I think he's had a three-year extension, so we probably have him for probably they'll they'll probably work on this deal as well because he does make forty million dollars. They'll probably work on an extension. Yeah. We'll see what Joe Douglas does, but he could be here the next, you know, next couple of years. He's only thirty-one. Generally, especially today, yeah. look at look at Aaron Rodgers. He's still playing. He's forty. You know, Tom yeah. Brady's pretty old too. These guys are playing up until so you could see him here for yeah. some years to come, but. My next question, I want to get to this with you, Venom, because you talk about this team. We discuss this all the time. This is going to be my final question for you bringing the heat. Listen, salary cap is out. The Jets are $2.8 million. Everybody's talking about making moves, cutting guys, as Jets fans do. What are your thoughts about the situation with Carl Lawson? A lot of people saying they want to cut him, get rid of him. You know, it'll save the Jets, I think, $15.40-something million dollars. Would you cut Carl Lawson? <laughs> Is that something you would you would want to see the New York Jets do, or how would you want to handle his contract hey, yeah. situation? It's my final question for you. Go ahead. Oh, oh, only only way I would cut Carl Lawson is if we had a pass pass rusher like you know a bolster coming up, and we had the number two pick. Other than that, I'm not mm-hmm. you know I'm not cutting. I restructure his deal, get him back in. Okay. you know. And, He'll be he'll be coming in. Look what he did just for Quentin, you know. Look yeah. what he did just to have somebody that's absorbing that much attention because they know mm-hmm. he's gonna wreck shop. So they have to bring, they have to get Carl Lawson back. If you don't, you're gonna have to pay somebody more than you're paying him. That's that's providing enough pressure as he would. So, you know, I would say keep what you got in and restructure the deal. You know, and, and get rid of Corey Davis and, you know, um, Mr. Hall back there that always somebody catches a touchdown on him. Breathe, breathe <laughs> okay. so, you know, get, get, rid of, yeah. get rid of him, man. So, you know, those two people start there and, and mm-hmm. you know, work out from there. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joey, and, and, and can, talk, can, can, can we talk about the horrible officiating on that game Sunday? Real, man? I know real quick. Both in there. Real quick. I, 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 real I, quick. I, Go ahead. Joe, I know we've been bamboozled as Jets fans for years, but I never saw <laughs> nothing that blatant of bamboozledness. I never saw <laughs> something where you get two third down plays, Joe. Yeah. Two yeah. third down plays. We were all like, "What the heck? Why, why are they getting a, 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 a two chances to get that?" That game was so, you know. I, I would say for myself, I think it was rigged, uh, you know, because there's oh. there's no way that was, <laughs> that, that that was crazy, Joe. Well, well, you saw how they they tackled Joe Barrow, body slammed him on his head. No quarter. Oh man, I, you man, know that was, that was a horrific <laughs> officiating that day, Joe. Yeah. Listen, I, it, it was bad. I don't, you know, I don't use the, the, the other words that you use, but it, it was yeah, a questionable yeah. situation. But listen, Venom, I got to slide off. I got other callers. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right, my friend. You too. You too, Joe. Have a good one. Man. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. That officiating was questionable. I will say that. All right. You know, they're giving the Chiefs a fifth down now. Apparently, that's been added to the NFL list. Salute to my guy, Hawkeye. He says, Super Bowl, let's just make the playoffs first. Last time we made the playoffs, no great whiskers. Now, maybe this 10, but it's not old. Yeah, you know, it's 12 years ago, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, David. <laughs> 
Newark, Chris, Steve, other callers as well. Be patient. We're getting to everybody. Salute to you, David. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, David, we're talking Jets. We're talking quarterbacks. I'm talking Carr. I think he's a great option for the New York Jets. What are your thoughts about this situation, David? Do you think the New York Jets should get a deal with him, deal done with him quickly instead of taking the route of possibly getting strung out by Aaron Rodgers? Uh, good evening, Joe. Um, enjoy the show. Good evening. As always, I make it. Um, I, with Derek Carr, um, personally, I'd like to see him here because just on a personal quick note, I happened to heard his testimony. I watched Joel Osteen a lot. He went, he goes to his church at the time, and I heard his story, and I connected to him emotionally of his hardship, and I got to know him through him okay. telling his story. So personally, I'd like to see him. But if I was the Jets, I'd sit down with him, and I'd say, Derek, how bad do you want to be here? I don't want to drag anybody mm-hmm. into this. I want to keep the culture of, of um, what they're trying to do with building that team unit going. I want people that want to be here, Joe. So if Derek wants to be here and they get him for a reasonable price, come aboard. You're welcome, Derek. Secondly, what I would do is I would continue on the theme of, of strengthening the lines, the, the offensive line and the defensive line. We see how well that goes when you watch the Eagles, for instance. They got a great pass rush. They tackle um, well on the running game, and they block extraordinarily well. If you can get that stronger for the Jets, get a couple guys healed, plug in some loose holes, sign uh, Williams, and, and strengthen that D-line. Hold on to Lawson. He still has. If we can, if we can afford it, you've got to look at your cap issues. Keep Lawson. Strengthen everything. Say goodbye to, um, to the linebacker there. I like him. Great attitude, Mr. Mosley, but we've got to cut you loose. We need younger, faster guys wow. that can run. You want to move right. on from Mosley? I want to move wait, on wait, from wait. Mosley. Hold on, David. Hold on. Go ahead. I'll go ahead. Hold it's on. your show, Joe. You want, you, want, you want to move on from C.J. Mosley? There, yeah, there's I want to a, move on. a lot of people, pro bowlers, still a guy that made outstanding plays for us. I mean, yeah. go ahead. Give, I'm, I'm shocked. Okay, see, you now I just got CJ done Mosley. seeing go that, that. Yeah, I just got done seeing the Avatar movie. So if I can take Mr. <laughs> Mosley's brain and his and his his courage and his football tenacity and put it in a younger, faster body, I'm all for it. But, see, I just think he's lost a step, and I think that's why you see him really? overcompensating. Yeah, you see him jumping the line because he can't do physically what he wants to do in his football skill level. Like if he was at late Alabama days and early pro football days before he started getting hurt a little bit, he's such a great athlete that – I don't think his body can do what his brain says he can do, and I think that slows you down. So I would strengthen the line, the O-line, the D-line, make stack it up. Stick with Wilson as your number two. Get the, get a, a, a better quarterback that he can be mentored by. Look, we see what happened in Seattle. It took him ten years. We wish he could have did it for the Jets. But, you know, that guy out there, uh, he did well this year. Right? What's his name? Help me. I'm uh, out in Seattle. He was with us in the, um, in the mid like 2014, 2015, um, uh, Seattle quarterback. He, he had 10 years, uh, and he was Gino nowhere, Smith. man. Geno Smith. Thank you. Geno Smith, he was nowhere, man, for 10 years. Now he had a really good year. So you never know when a quarterback can blossom. So you, I, I would hang on to the draft pick, keep him on the bench, let him earn his stripes, but I would get uh-huh. a better quarterback. I don't want to pay yeah. a lot. I don't want Aaron Rodgers because he's going to want too much. Yeah, sure, he'd be a nice lure. But if you got to pay him too much, now you're losing your what you were trying to do is build that infrastructure. The Eagles are great. Yes, Jalen developed. Jalen took that next step, and he can run. And their scheme works with their great offensive line because they're blocking for him. And then they can always adjust. Oh, you're going to take that away? Now we got 
key receivers I'll throw to. So they got a, they got all the balance, Joe. That's what you need. You know, we stumbled yeah, last but here, year. Here's the Here's the thing, and I and I hear you, David. Uh, even going back to some of your takes, when you talked about C.J. Mosley, listen, C.J. Mosley, everybody's talking about his loss of step. He just made the Pro Bowl. I think he had 158 tackles this year. He's one of our biggest playmakers and a team leader as well. And again, I know right. he's getting old. You know, Father Time yeah, is undefeated. He's, he's going to make like those to tackles. Structured. Yeah, he's going to make those tackles because he's in the position, Joe. That that spot yeah. is where you get most yeah, of the tackles. Again, but but I, again, I don't want to disrespect. And, and I, and I, I think it was because – no, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I'm not – you know, there, I've, I've had conversations with Jets fans as well that want to move on from him. But I would like to see him restructured. I wouldn't necessarily like to cut him, especially, again, when you look at our linebacker situation. Oh, yeah. And if you can him, get him on really, the team. There's really no answer. There's sure, no answer. you can get him to right, adjust no a little bit for the, for the sake of the team and, and keep him as a team mm-hmm. leader. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. But, again, I'm, I want to while – while you're giving me your time, I want to emphasize the O-line, the D-line, strengthen it. I want a juggernaut out there. I want them coming when – I want them coming. And, like, when I used to play football at a lower level, high school and against local guys, I grew up in in central Jersey, we'd see some street Mm -hmm. teams come down the field and they look like giants. (laughs) And we're like, man, we can't – how are we going to beat this? They're going to kick the crap out of us. I I don't know how pros think because I was only an okay athlete, pretty good athlete at high school Mm -hmm. level. But – I don't know how pros think, but I want somebody to be scared of the Jets. I, I want them looking yeah. at they, they don't want to play the Jets. Like how I think teams are scared of the Eagles and the Niners a little bit. Those teams that are physical, those teams that, man, we got to play them, son of a gun. It's not so mm-hmm. much that you're, you're worried you're going to win or lose. You're just worried are you going to come out of the thing healthy because they just put mm-hmm. the beat down on you. And that's where yeah. the Niners went no. wrong. They, they let that linebacker uncovered, and that poor young quarterback got whopped because they were blocking him with yeah. a tight end. I want that good pass rush. I want a good, I want a good running game because we got our running back coming back. I want a good old line that's going to open up some holes. And no, you're going to take the, you're going to take our running game away. Now you still we got the Wilson, we got um, mm-hmm. a couple other good receivers coming. Give me Derek Carr if he'll play uh, for a reasonable price. But I want Zach okay. Wilson with a clipboard looking up saying, that's me soon, because that guy's got potential, but he's still got to grow up. He's still got to get past – he's got to make some steps inside himself. He's physically fit, but inside himself he's got to grow. You put him in a yeah, culture I mean, of gotta... winning, you protect him, he could, he could still do this. You don't want to throw him away too quick, you know? That's how I feel, Joe. Yeah. Well, I, I think – yeah, no, I hear you, David, and I think a lot that's of – That's my take. That's pieces, what I got for you tonight. A lot of pieces to the part. No, listen, I hear you, and a lot of pieces uh, to, to fixing Zach Wilson, I think, was within the coaching as well. Now, before I let you go, David, quickly, you're talking about Carr, and you're a guy that's interested in him. Is What is the most that you'd be willing to give away for him? That's my final question oh, for you. This go isn't ahead. my area of Next, expertise. Next, we're going to get to your – Steve and Chris. I, because I, I, I don't want to talk my game. That's not really my game. My game is a big picture. But I would say I would not want to I, – well, I wouldn't want to give too much to where I'm weakening what my objectives mm-hmm. were when, when they started this new regime. They wanted to build that O-line, mm-hmm. build that D-line, get that running game yeah. going, and, and then you branch out of that. I don't want to pay a quarterback that is mm, – because you don't know what you can get in the draft. You don't know what's coming. And you don't know what Zach mm. is yet. He, you put him in some Would you give up a first-rounder for him? No. Would you give up a first-rounder for him? No, no? because I want, I want so that good tackle like coming out of second and a fourth? I wouldn't so give up anything. you like second or fourth-round pick? I'm maybe fourth. I want that on my O-line. I want that on my D-line. I want that yeah, on my – Yeah, but how are you my, then? 
you got to trade Maybe for we're him. not. You that's my point. Maybe we stick with Mike White. Maybe we just have a weak quarterback that's not great, but he, we build confidence in somebody. We, we make them feel stable, like you're our guy. The Jets are very un- – I used to say that when I called your show a few months ago. We're a very unstable mm-hmm. organization. And quarterback is talent, yes, but it's also stability and leadership skills. And they believe in Mike White. And I think he earned his stripes. Sure, he got hurt. He took one in the ribs. He's got to learn to duck and dive like dodgeball there with Ben Stiller. Duck, dodge, dick, dive. You know, he's got to learn to jig a little bit. But after that, well, Joe, he's got to, he can do it. They believe in him. Well, And he can carry listen, a couple you, years David. until you free yourself up for another quarterback. Or, you, or Zach okay. Wilson's developed. All right, Joe. Okay. So I thanks mean, for I giving mean, me Mike, the vibe. Mike, Mike like awesome. the show. Thank you so much, man. I like the you show, have a good Joe. One, all right. All right, my man. All right, you have a good one. Listen, I, I hear that he says he wants to stick with Mike White. He's talking about David Carr, uh, Derek Carr, excuse me, at first. Listen, you gonna have to trade something to get Derek Carr. All right, you can't just. You gonna have to give up something, a second to fourth or a first. You gonna have to give up something to get Carr. All right, something. We're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. I think this is my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming to you. Newark, you're coming next. Steve as well. All right, other callers, hold on. We're getting to everybody. Chris, salute. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Chris, we are talking about Jared Carr. We got some people that want him, some people that don't. What are your thoughts, man? Do you think that Derek Carr would be a great solution to the New York Jets issues at quarterback? Uh, I think he'd be better uh, uh, than, you know, than the other two quarterbacks we have now. But here's the thing, okay. right? Is this team one way, one quarterback away from being a championship team? And, you yes. know, I, you know, I, I, this is the thing. Yeah. Was it, was it Mike? This is the question everybody, and listen to me, Jet fans. What? You have to ask yourself this question. Was it Mike LaFleur in the offensive line, or was it the actual quarterback? Here's what I'm saying, and I've texted you on, on this on your thing last week. I didn't make a chance to call in. Mm-hmm. We have a yeah. history of Jet fans of bringing older quarterbacks here. Oh, we need to get a quarterback away. We did it with Neil O'Donnell. We did it with Frank Reich. We did it with Boomer Esiason. Mm-hmm. We did it with, recently with Brett Favre, right? And then we're going to say, oh, we're going to have the team. And it never, never works out. We said that most the three last teams in, in, the, in the AFC champ, in, in the, in the, for the Super Bowl, three of them had quarterbacks on their rookie deal, right? Mm-hmm. So if we bring in a quarterback and we're paying them $40 million, right, hey, we might have a good quarterback. Dallas has a good quarterback, right? But they have problems all the rest of the team. My thing is that when we service ourselves by bringing, by bringing back the team, right, signing some great offensive line, like bringing Larry Tunsil or some, some really good linemen, and then using the draft to strengthen our team, is it better mm-hmm. service? Because as much as I like to make the playoffs, right, next year, I want uh-huh. a Super Bowl in my lifetime. And I'm willing to wait yeah. two years for that. Because, uh-huh. because, because we tried this before, man. That's what I'm saying. When, when, yeah, Vinny, oh, okay. when, 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 Vinny, when Vinny, Aaron Rodgers is one hit away from retirement, man. That's what I don't understand. He's one hit away. <laughs> Vinny came in. He did the thing. Vinny, Vinny came yeah. in. He was one hit away. And Vinny Desiderati did the same thing. So I'm just telling you, here, I've here. been there. 
I'm a heartbroken, yeah. and I've seen it yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> and I just broken. don't want this to happen again. Yo, listen, Chris, and I hear you, okay? But here's the deal. You talked about some of those guys that you just brought up and mentioned, right? You talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick. We did that with him. Ryan Fitzpatrick actually holds franchise records for the New York Jets offensively. That quarterback, that team that was quarterbacked by Ryan Fitzpatrick statistically is the best team, is the best offensive uh, team that the New York Jets have ever had in franchise history. I think he's actually second. I believe he's second in single-season passing yards as far as franchise record. He's second. I think he's only under Joe Namath, who had a 4,000-yard season for us. He's the next quarterback right under him. He's over Ken O'Brien. He's over all those guys, right? You talk about Brett Favre. Before Brett Favre got hurt, we were 8-3, and three and we were looking hot, like we were going to be a Super Bowl contender that year. Vinny Testaverde, historically, you look at some of the things that he's been able to do to Jets and lift us. I understand what you're saying, and I get that you want to use the draft and utilize the draft and bring it in guys, but this is a different situation. You look at Carr. This is a 4,000-yard passer multiple times. This is a guy that you can come in and really be a cog to stepping up and – you know, getting it done with your franchise. Just because you're bringing in an older quarterback doesn't mean it can't happen. There's guys that went other places. Peyton Manning went other places, right? Veteran quarterback, the Broncos got him, they won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers. They got, they got him, he won a Super Bowl. The, the Lions, or the Rams, excuse me, traded for Matthew Stafford, gave up two first-round picks, golf, and I think a third won a Super Bowl with him. So, the the the, Kim, the, uh, the formula is there, right? We can win. But this is a different time because when you look at this football team and everybody wants to build and not get building, the offensive line is still a concern, right? But, again, you're getting guys back next year. That was one of the biggest issues along our offensive line. We had a ton of injuries. Beckton went down, who's come back next year healthy. ATV went down, who's come back next year healthy. They're probably going to keep McGovern. So when you look at the situation, you can still draft at other pieces or other places as well with the rest of the picks that you have to continue to build your offensive line. Because even though our offensive line was banged up, guys were still blocking relatively solidly. The issue was Zach Wilson was holding on to the ball too damn long, way too long, right? Way too long. That's how he was getting smacked. That's why he was running around like a ballerina, running backwards in Denver and all that (laughs) stuff. Our offensive line can't protect for 30 years, but they can hold up. That's why our offense started to click when we saw uh, Mike White come in there, right? But you look right. at all, the, all these other issues that people talk about, and I hear what you're saying. I want to give you, give you your time, but at the end of the day, no team is perfect. Even Kansas City has issues. Everybody has issues. But we are solidified in a lot of spaces, a lot of spots. When you look at us right now, this is a championship defense. Championship. Sauce, one of the better corners in the league. Some people think he is the best. I don't want to say it. I think he is, but I'm a Jets fan. You know what I'm saying? But I think he is. Right. He's the best corner in the league. Right? We got a pass rusher. We got all these things offensively. Look at look at what we got here. Garrett Wilson, single season yard uh, record holder for the Jets as a rookie. Had over a thousand yards as a rookie. We got CJ Uzama. We got all these pieces. The issue is the quarterback play is not there. That right. play kept us from making the playoffs. And even though the quarterback play was bad, we were still on the cusp of making the playoffs. If you have Derek right. Carr, you could absolutely say the New York Jets not only would be in the playoffs but would be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs and we could be in a Super Bowl. So I hear what you're saying right. about bringing in veteran guys, but I've seen it work everywhere else, and it could work here for us. I understand people want to save money, but a lot of Jets fans, and even myself, right, we have been, uh, we have been victims of not having solid quarterback plays. So we think that quarterbacks are cheap right. because we've never had a Stafford. We've never had a Bradley. We've never had a Peyton Manning. We've never had a Aaron Rodgers. You know, Chad Pennington was the last guy we paid, and I love Chad Pennington. I think he's phenomenal. But that was years ago. We haven't had in recent right. history. We haven't had any of these guys, right? Sam Darnold, in and out. Mark Sanchez, we gave him a contract, but he was in and out, right? 
Uh, Zach Wilson, you <laughs> guys calling on bust already. They're looking for him to be in and out. Yeah. Geno Smith, in and out. We didn't pay these guys, but everybody else that has to pay these guys, like all the other teams that I just named, right, the, even the Bills, you look at the Bills, they're having to pay Josh Allen. Guess what? You know, that's how you have to pay quarterbacks for guys that are going to come in. So that's my whole thing. I hear you not wanting a veteran. I hear that, or you're going to bring in Carr, and I hear that, but I'm telling you, great quarterback play will transform our offense and get it humming. Can you even imagine? Garrett Wilson had 1,000 yards with the defense literally doing the same thing every single week. Throwing the house at everybody. Can you imagine Garrett Wilson with better quarterback play? Can you imagine uh, Elijah Moore with better quarterback play? Can you imagine how much more deadly our offense starts to be when you can't just line up and send the house at everybody? Even Everything opens up, even our running game. So right. I think better quarterback play, you know, will make things happen. But I'll give you the final word on that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. My thing is that we're going to have to get really creative with the cap. We're probably going to have to use a 2025 cap, and we're probably going to have to mm-hmm. use the 2024 cap. And we're gonna to have to be mm-hmm. all in, and 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 uh, you know, like I said, that uh, Aaron Rodgers is not only only guy that's gonna to have to come in here. We're gonna to have to do yeah. some really kind of restructuring, and we're gonna to have to use mm-hmm. two year cap, and this will be a three year yeah. run uh, that that we have, and you know that's yeah. the thing. So I'm just saying that you know, as a Jeff fan, what I'm saying is this might be different a different situation, but I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I when we get we keep building teams and keep building teams, we get close and then we just go for it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then instead of taking the long approach to to what we're doing, we take that fast approach and stuff. And I don't blame us because it's been nice '64 because you know won a Super Bowl. I wasn't alive back then. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that uh, I I understand the Jet fan. I understand everybody that wants to win. But you know, you know, like I said, we we're gonna have to use these three years, and it's gonna we're going to have to go for it. So I think we're going to get yeah. Rodgers, but it, this is mm-hmm. the thing. We're going to go all three years in. And, um, you know, and another thing about Rodgers before I leave, how's he going to get yeah, along with go Robert Solid? Robert Solid. And that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a veteran, a Super Bowl a champion, MVP. How's he going to react with Robert Solid telling him what to do? I mean, I don't know. But well, I'll I tell you what. Listen, yeah. Chris, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Thank you. All right. right. Listen, I I hear the concerns. I think Aaron Rodgers would be fine because he would have to have signed off to want to come here. I don't think Aaron Aaron Rodgers has as big of an attitude or ego as a lot of people think. I think he'd be willing to come in here, work with everybody, sell as a player, coach. Everyone loves him. I don't think that'd be the issue. But, again, I think a lot of people are dumping on Carr. You know, and I think he can get it done here. Salute to Jack Kennedy in the chat as well. Jack Kennedy says, wish McDaniels didn't do this to Derek Carr. Carr is my guy. He said McDaniels should go before Carr, and he's a Raiders fan. He says, sad to say last year, but it cost a two first-round picks for now. Now probably only cost you a second. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. At the most, I think Carr will probably cost you maybe one first-round pick and a low pick, you know, for next year's draft or years to come draft. That's what I'm thinking. But if I can get him for a second-round pick and maybe a fourth, I'm taking that immediately out the door. So salute to Jack Kenna. Good to see you people over here. We'll get to the Savages. We'll keep coming to you. But now we've got to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to go to Steve. Newark, Brick City, hold on. We'll come to you next. We're going to finish the show out with you because I want to hear it. All right, other callers as well, hold on. 
Steve Salutes, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Steve, we're talking. The lines are hot. Derek Carr, I'm telling a lot of people that Derek Carr could be more of an option than what a lot of people believe. What are your thoughts about that? Is Derek Carr a quarterback that you want to see end up with the New York Jets? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your show tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in, man. Hey, well, you know, listen, here is the thing. I know we recently spoke, um, what was it, uh, this uh, this past Friday, and uh, we we spoke about, like, the thing with Aaron Rodgers. Listen, Aaron Rodgers to me is number one, but if Aaron Rodgers ends up, like, not becoming available, then Derek Carr would be my next choice. He would be Mm -hmm. number two. But I would put Rodgers at first over Carr. And, And listen, here is my thing about Derek Carr, which I'm going to say about him. Listen, I'm not going to fully blame Derek Carr for the season that he had last year. Last year, he was uh, he was under a very very poor system in Vegas last mm-hmm. year. It, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a good system for him. And honestly, I think it was the worst coach that he's ever had ever since he was a, a player on that team. Because he's had some good seasons, and and there were some seasons that he had that were mediocre. But the thing is, though, like, even in some of his mediocre seasons, as you made a good point, he has thrown for 4,000 yards. Now, the the thing about Carr that I do like about him, he is a good player, and he is – I think he's been in the Pro Bowl. I think you said it was, what, four times in his career he's been in the Pro Bowl? How many three, times? Three times he's been a three times he's been a Pro oh. Bowler. He's thrown for four thousand yards four times. And the thing is, we've only had one Jack quarterback in history to throw over four thousand yards in a season, and that was when Joe Namath did it. We haven't had any other quarterback that's done that for us. Only one who's ever done that is Joe Namath. But you know what? Listen. But but then the other thing I did want to talk to you, Joe, was about the cap space. Now listen. You know, because the thing is, like, I know because the thing is, we, we the Jets do have some decisions to make. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. when we got to cut a player, we got to cut a player. Like, listen, yeah. I can guarantee you, I mean, I can guarantee you one player that I think will be gone will be Corey Davis. But I'll, I'll let you get a chance to talk, Joe. Go ahead. No, I mean, Corey Davis is a guy that a lot of people are identifying as a guy that the New York Jets are probably going to move on from. Um, I think if you cut him, you save, uh, I think it's like $11 million or something like that. But my thing is, you know, again, he's a guy that, that's off. Say it again? Uh, it's either 10 or $11 million. I, I, I said I think, 10 I think or $11 million. Is, yeah. yeah, I think it is $11 million, But I think it's like ten point five or something like that. But at the end of the day, right, uh, you look at the situation, he's a guy that's often injured, drops a lot of footballs. But, again, that $10.5 million, are you going to find a better option in free agency? That's a big question. Again, we know how much wide receivers are getting paid these days. But, again, with the emergence of Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, these guys, we'll see what happens going forward with, uh, with Denzel Mims as well. There's a lot of questions. But my, next, my question for you, Steve, is a lot of people want to move on from Carl Lawson. They want to cut him. Cutting him would free up about $15.4 million. Is that something you're interested in, man? That's my final question. What are your thoughts on that? Would you cut Carl Lawson to free up 15 a million for the New York Jets. I honestly wouldn't mind it at all. Listen, I love Carl Lawson. I think he is a great player, Joe. And yes, he did have a nice and good comeback season for us, you know, coming off of the torn Achilles. 
But this mm-hmm. is the thing that I have a big issue with Carl Lawson, Joe. He's a very, very injury-prone player. And remember, he hasn't had torn Achilles once. He's had it twice in his career. And, and, okay. and the thing is, Joe, if we would let him go, this would honestly help, like, for Jermaine Johnson and Michael Clemens for the future. Because I think those are two future players that we could have at that position where he's at, where he's at. And they're both going into their second years this year. Honestly, Joe, if we if we end up keeping him, I would be okay with this. But if we would let him mm-hmm. go, I would I would be okay with it as well. Listen, we could use mm-hmm. that fifteen million dollars elsewhere. Yeah, I mean we could, but again, you know, with the the pressure and the 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 additional disruption that Carl Lawson brings, I I, I wouldn't necessarily want to cut him. I know you said he's injury prone. He played all games this year. He played full 17-game season for us this year and was phenomenal for who we asked him to bring. Second in the New York Jets uh, as far as sacks, he had seven sacks. I think Quinnen had 12. So he was part of the disruption, a lot of the issues, you know, that was that was being caused for the opposing offenses. So I know a lot of people want to cut him. I wouldn't cut him. I would just restructure that deal and push a lot of his money into next year or 2024-2025 uh, type of cap. That's, think, that's the best way I think the Jets should handle it. So my final question for you, Steve, before I let you go, what are your thoughts about the refereeing that we saw in these championship games, man? You got the Chiefs getting multiple downs. <laughs> you got other bad calls against the Niners as well. A lot of Niners fans upset. How did you feel about the refereeing in the uh, championship games, man? Hey, you, you know something? Hey, hey, listen, Joe. You, you know something? Listen, it, it's been like that all season long and the thing is is that i think what the referees need to do with going into next season they need to do better with their play calling as well like they need they need to do better like at their job because we 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 saw this we saw this in like in our game too during the season like yeah, like, we did. If, you, if you remember, Joe, remember when I went off in one of your calls, it was the game after, when I went to the game mm-hmm. against Detroit this past year? Yep. Did you remember yeah, you how I it. went off so bad on your show? Joe, yeah, I you almost lost cursed it. on your show. I almost cursed yeah, on that yeah. episode of your show. And if I would have cursed on your show, listen, and I do respect your decision, you would have gotten out of me yeah. fast. You would have got me out of there fast. Yeah. And when you're talking fast, yeah. I, I mean, you're talking really fast. Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Oh, let's go. That's fast. That's fast. We didn't get him out of here fast enough. But we got him out of here when we did, and that was pretty fast. Listen, Steve, you've been phenomenal, yeah. hey, man. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, all right, my friend? We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Salute to my guy, Jack Kenna. Jack Kenna, excuse me. Jack Kenna says, McDaniel's system is hard to learn. Saw Devontae Adams run into Winfro, all pro, during these games. That lost the game. Then we also saw, you know, that he says McDaniel's is, that it's on McDaniel's and not Carr. He also says that Mahomes is getting the TB12 treatment. Look, I, you know, we'll be discussing that. These referees, you know, I'm just saying these calls is crazy. Next. We're going to go to my guy, Brick City, Newark, all right? Salutes to Brick City. First off, I want to let everybody know, this man from Brick City, oh, he's a savage. (laughs) 
York City. So, I, I love that intro, man, because I'm the ultimate savage, man. The ultimate <laughs> savage is in the building. I want Listen. all the smoke today. Listen, and we've been talking. There's a lot of smoke to be had. I've been speaking about Derek Carr being a very good option, a realistic option for the New York Jets at quarterback. A lot of people don't want to have anything to do with it, man. What are your thoughts? I've been going back and forth with a lot of people, Jets fans, everybody letting me have it, saying that they don't want to have nothing to do with Derek Carr. What say you? They gotta be. They gotta be kidding me, right? Like, is it you want to win or you don't? Top fifteen quarterback <laughs> in the league, four thousand yards, touchdown to interception ratio is good. What, what more do you want, Jeff? Fan, stop the blood clock crying. All right, cut it out, please. <laughs> I want to win, and I, I mean, you know, I've been advocating for Derek Carr. You know that for so yeah. you know, we've been talking yeah. several times. I mean, thirty-two years old. I mean, let me let me stop real quick. Every all mm-hmm. love Aaron Rodgers, but less a one year to two year window. It don't work out. Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, everybody's getting fired, right? Everybody. <laughs> everybody's out of here. Everybody's out of here. Everybody. With with Derek Carr. With Derek Carr, not only we have a bigger window. But Derek Carr can only not just get us to the playoffs. And once we get to the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. You never know, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We have a five-year window. Five-year window with Derek Carr. Five-year yeah. window of competent competitiveness. We can beat Josh Allen. We can beat mm-hmm. Tua or whoever they bring at quarterback. We can beat New England with Derek Carr. Competence at quarterback. Consistency. We haven't had that in years. Heck, we went to the yeah. championship game with Mark Sanchez. Well, if that was That's Derek Carr, we are two-time Super Bowl champions. Cut it out, Jet fans. Stop it. And we'll just bring Derek Carr. If it takes a second, a third, or a second and a fifth, whatever, to bring him over here, or if he gets cut, that's even better. We keep all yeah. our draft picks. We build around him even more. We get we get an Alan Lazard, or we or heck, we maybe we can use that second round pick or to get a D Hop over here. Imagine DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, yeah. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, uh, Tyler mm-hmm. Conklin, CJ Usama, mm-hmm. Bryce Hall, Bam mm-hmm. Knight, Michael Carter. Come on, guys, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Nobody no, wants to I play ain't. the Jets. Nobody wants to play the Jets. And if we can add to the defense, come on. Come on, Jets fans. I want all the smoke, all these non-believers. I'm not here bashing Jets fans. You know, I'm I'm here just facilitating the uh, discussion. I want to hear from everybody. Now, you're talking about – I know you talked about the compensation, uh, a second and a fourth. Now, let's say the Raiders, you know, are getting – it turns into a bid war. Let's say Aaron Rodgers – you know, is still making his decision. People are, you know, going back and forth. They weren't Carr. If it takes a first round pick to get Carr, are you willing to give that up? I mean, to answer your question, yes. But in the hindsight of, uh, in reality speaking, like I think his value went down just because of the year he had, and just because the mm-hmm. incompetence of a coach of Josh McDaniels is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But yeah, uh, if it takes us to get the 13 overall pick, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, yeah. But look at it like this: the 2023 NFL Draft first round pick, you get Derek Carr, you get a top, you get a top 15 quarterback, and you can build around with the rest of the draft. I think that's a that's a big home run for Joe Douglas. 
Big home run yeah. for Joe or Douglas. Even if he, or even if he's able to convince the Raiders to take uh, first from next year's draft, I think would be phenomenal as well. So, you know, I think even better. I think it, 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 it could go that way. Again, there's going to be a bit and more there with the Raiders. We'll see what happens going forward with them. But like you said as well, uh, one with thing that, that does with play, that 2024 one thing that Joe, does play in our favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That twenty. If we can get a get that first round, a give a first rounder from twenty twenty four, that would be great. But again, one thing that plays in our favor is uh, the fact that you know the the situation that they have there, where there's a lot of tension between him and the Raiders. Clearly, they're ready to move on. He wants to move on, and so we'll see what happens going forward there. Now, when you look at the situation with him, man, this is my question: Do you think he'll be able to survive under the pressure? That is New York. Do you think he'll be able to thrive within this experience? Because we've seen it crush a lot of quarterbacks, right? I mean, I believe so. His brother was a backup here with the Giants. Um, that that was a that would be a tremendous help. Um, I don't think he'll be as much. It, the pressure wouldn't be as much as if Aaron Rodgers was here. It wouldn't be that yeah. much of a scrutinized thing. And we all know Woody Johnson loved the headlines and everything like that. Whoop de whoop de whoop. But I mean the New mm-hmm. York media is the New York media. I'm from Jersey. You know, so I deal oh. I see I see S N Y every yeah. day. You know, I I, I see it. the New York Post every I I'm 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 in the I'm in the facility, you know what I'm saying, Joe? I'm yeah. I'm in the area, yeah. so I know yeah. what they bring. Talk about it. Derek Carr is a leader of men. Derek Carr is a leader okay. of men. The guys are going to rally around him. The coaching staff is going to rally around him. I don't, I don't think he'll have any issue being here, especially if we're winning. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, when you lose, oh, Jets this, Jets stinks, whatever, whatever, because we have a, big, a competence of losing for these last almost 60 years. But with Derek Carr mm-hmm. here, I think that will change the, 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 the trajectory and and the mindset of not only the stupid media because some of the people in the media yeah. are jet fans. Let's get that. Let yeah. me let's get that correct. Some some people are the media are jet fans and some like uh, I forgot his name but he gets on my freaking nerves all the time. The main dude that's on the B he's on ESPN now. He's a head writer for them. Um, forgot his name. He he been a thorn in our butts for years. Yeah, forget him. I don't know. You know, I, he, I don't he gets paid to be a hater. But there's 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 various guys that are on the Jets beat. Uh, Connor Hughes, Connor Rogers, just to name a few. Antoine Staley, who's phenomenal. Uh, who's there? Uh, Rich Cimini, who's great as well. Rich Cimini, uh, that's the one. That's the that's uh, the one that's been a thorn in our side for you. I, the ultimate oh, I, I want to be very clear. Whatever whatever Brick City has to say about the Jets beat is his opinion. I love everybody on the Jets beat. Go ahead, Brick City. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, but I mean, most of those guys are haters. I mean, Connor Hughes is cool, you know. Connor Hughes is cool, but Derek Carr here will bring us five years of winning, and I can believe he can bring us a Super Bowl, a la what Matt Stafford did with the Rams. But Mm -hmm. we don't have to pay that much, and plus, plus, we have a younger team. That was a veteran team ready to win. They they bought their Super Bowl. I don't think we have to buy. I think we just we we spend a big piece on quarterback. I know a couple callers was uh, complaining about compensation of the quarterback. Hey, NFL quarterbacks make the big money. This is a passing league, and the quarterbacks is number one key. I don't care. I mean, look at the Saints. Look at other teams that are in caps, uh, bad cap situations, and they turned out to be Mm -hmm. fine. So you can manipulate the cap. You mean you can manipulate the cap? I'm not worried about the cap. My biggest thing this all season: get Derek Carr, get some offensive line help, add a little bit to the defense. I know you're about to ask me about Carl Lawson. Uh, you want me yeah, to answer real, about real that? Quick. 
Real okay, quick, before uh, I let if you we go, can if we can sure, restructure, ahead, real quick. All right, cool. If we can restructure, I say keep them. But if we, that's fifteen million, that fifteen million can go on the offensive line. I say cut them because we got the emergence of Jermaine Johnson. Everybody brings up uh, the, the other rookie we brought up um, this year, Clemens. Mm-hmm. But nobody's talking about mm-hmm. the best kept secret on our defense. That's Bryce Huff. Huff, yeah. Uh, Bryce Huff yeah. with more reps and a lot of tackles was he was getting pressure. He was getting pressure. Mm-hmm. I think we resigned him. I think our defensive line will be fine without Carl Lawson. Okay. I would like him, I would okay. like to have him, but if it means to add more to the team and we have to and he have to be a cap casualty, so be it. It's the part of the business, man. It's part of the NFL. Okay. Listen, I gotta slide off Brick City. I wanna thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right, my brother, always. Peace, love, and all that. Absolutely. Salute, salute. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. We're getting short on time. As everyone knows, we do a two-hour show. we got some some minutes left. But next, I'm going to get to my guy, Val. Val, I'm coming directly to you, 614. Hold on. We'll come to you soon. For those of you that do not know, that man, Val, oh, he's a savage. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Val, I have been talking all night. You know, Derek Carr, we've been having discussions. We're a little short on time. Give me your thoughts about Derek Carr. Do you believe that he's a viable option for the New York Jets? And if you will want to trade for him, what's the most you're willing to give up? Okay, I would give up probably a uh, – if, if we're down to it, we can't get Lamar Jackson. Like I said, he's my second mm-hmm. option behind mm-hmm. um, Aaron Rodgers. So I will probably give up probably a first. Um, uh-huh. for next year, and probably a uh, fourth. That's what I would do okay. for Derek Carr. Yeah, because, listen, okay. we got to get do a quarterback think... in here. Like I said last week, we That's haven't a had a, a good quarterback play since 2000. We haven't, um, yeah, we haven't had a franchise quarterback since 2000. That's 13 years ago. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, my bad, 23 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been yeah, to the playoffs you know, since three, 13 years ago so, But yeah yeah, 12, 13 years, yeah you, You're talking facts Now, my next and final question for you again Because we're getting short on time here yeah, You look at the sure. situation I'm wondering, can he handle the pressure of being in NY? That's my biggest question for him You know, I, I get that he's been in, in Oakland And now in Vegas And I, and I get those markets, right? I, I, listen, I, I right. live in California I have friends in Oakland, I'll be up mm-hmm. there in the Bay Area. Yee, you know what I'm saying? Mac Dre and all of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. Okay, New York is a different type of atmosphere. You get attacked mm. by by everybody. Okay, the media, the fan base, everything. Do you think that he'll be able to handle all the expectations and everything that comes with being a New York Jet when he comes? Because we're expecting big things out of him as well. Man, listen, listen. You have to just come with it. You gotta be. You gotta. Ha, you gotta make sure you're on your A game all the time, and you're like. You gotta make sure you're, you're showing that toughness. And I mm-hmm. understand a lot of people's catching a lot of flack for Derek Carr um, crying on the you know podium and stuff like that. You really can't do that. But mm-hmm. you know he, he was showing his emotions and stuff like that. But you know you just gotta be a compliment, and you just gotta show up every. Sunday and play ball out, you know, especially on those national mm-hmm. games. You can't embarrass us just like how Zach Wilson is, or they will mm-hmm. let you know. <laughs> Best believe oh, oh, Zach Wilson will. Wow. <laughs> but you already they Zach will let you have it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will let you have it. I heard that from across the, 
the bridge. <laughs> Listen, Those Val. Those loud. <laughs> Bro, so Val speaking the truth. A lot of people got up here tonight. I'm not disrespectful, but they didn't speak the truth. Listen, this fan base will let you have it. Everybody acting like they don't know oh, that. Will. I don't know why, but they will let you have it. But listen, Bill, I, Val, I got to slide off. Next time I have a show, sure, call a little bit early. I know you're busy doing your thing, but I want to hear from you. But we we short on time. I got one more caller, all right? You have yourself no a problem, good man. night. I just had to call in and let you know, man. All right. Have a good one, Absolutely. man. Enjoy the rest of Absolutely. the show. All right. Bye. Salute. You have a good one. Listen, everybody knows I love going back and forth with Val. Again, we're getting short on time. Got a couple minutes left. Next, I'm going to get to my guy, Mac. We're going directly to Mac. Mac is the last caller tonight. Salute to Mac. For those of you that don't know, Mac, he's a savage. <laughs> Max, salutes to you, my friend. I've been talking all night about Derek Carr with different people. Give me your thoughts about him, and if you want to, do you want to see the New York Jets trade for him? And if so, what's the most you'd be willing to give up for him? You know, I, I don't really. You know, there's a lot of dynamics there, Joe. You know, as far as when and who else is in and all that. So I, I'm not going to worry about what we give up. He'd be an upgrade. You know, but I got to be honest, man. I'm all in on the Aaron Rodgers thing, and and okay, and that, okay. that's the way I'm hoping it'll go. Okay. How concerned are you about Aaron Rodgers stringing the New York Jets out, though? Because we know he's done this before, where he'll go back and forth about deciding, and then before you know it, you know, if the Jets are all in on him, he strings them out. Derek Carr gets grabbed up. Lamar Jackson stays with the Ravens. Isn't there a possibility that he could end up saying, "Oh well, I'll just stay with the Green Bay, and then we're we're out in the cold." Are you concerned about that? You know what? It's very scary, Joe, to be honest with you. It is scary. You know, the, 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 the moving pieces and parts and so on and so on. But, I mean, I think we're getting pretty good signals that Green Bay's got to move on and they got this kid they drafted high and a lot of yeah, money love. sunk in down Rodgers. So we got that going for us. And, and from a from a cash and roster perspective, I think we're the best landing spot, but let's be honest, you know, do you want to play in New York city and do you want to pay that, that big state tax? That's a big question there. Now my final question before I let you go, Matt, quickly, the refereeing in the championship games left a lot of people uh, wondering what is going on. What were your thoughts about some of the calls that you saw this weekend from those games real quick? Uh, be honest with you, Joe. I, I didn't watch the games that closely, and you know, I oh, mean, you didn't watch them. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I watched them more or less. You know, especially I fell asleep during the first one. It was so horrible. Um, uh, I mean, let's be honest. The refereeing has been trash all year. I think mm-hmm. they're making it too hard on these guys with too with too many different complicated rules. Um, the one thing I mm-hmm. wanted to say, Joe, can I make a quick comment on the Jets beat before I before we go? Yeah, go go ahead, real quick, real quick. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good guys on the Jets beat, uh, and not all of them are Jets fans. We we know this, but uh, I got to be honest with you. You know, Jets haven't given them a whole lot to be excited for over the years, and and I want to mm-hmm. say my go-to is New York Post. Um, their main beat writer is uh, is Brian Costello, and I heard him. I heard him interviewed recently, Joe, and for the first time in a long time, Brian Costello sounded excited about the Jets' future, and that really yeah. cheered me up. You know, he thinks there's yeah. he thinks they're heading in the right direction because he's been so beat down for so long 
giving out F mm-hmm. grades on the report cards, all that stuff every yeah. week. I, you know, he's finally, finally, finally sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And thanks for taking my call, Joe. Appreciate your show. Yeah, absolutely. You have yourself a good one. Now we're going to get to my final caller again. We literally got like two minutes, three minutes left. I'm going to go to 916, 916. I'm coming directly to you. Give me your name, where you're from, and just give me your thoughts about the possibility of Carr being a New York Jet. Hey, hello, host. This is uh, my name is Jack. What's Kenna, going on? How's and it going? You see me in Timothy, Richmond. Oh, salute, salute to you, Jack Kenneth. Listen quickly. Give me your thoughts on Carr, the possibility of him being a New York Jet. How you feel about it? I, I, I don't really like it, to be honest with you, just for the simple fact that I, I'm, a, I'm a big Carr guy. And, I, you know, I believe okay. it's not Carr. Carr's got, like, a photographic memory. You know, mm-hmm. under John Gruden, like, you know, stuff that he put out in practice, John Gruden would say during, you know, the season, he remembers the play. So I believe mm-hmm. it's a lot of, like, what I said in your chat, is, like, you know, it's a lot on the complicated offense of McDaniels. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The, 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 the contract that was structured between him and Ziegler was set up, mm-hmm. you know. They, they were still in the playoff hunt, and they, and they pulled him. Why would you pull a starting quarterback, you know, a good quarterback, and, like, throw it to a guy who's never played a game? They did yeah. that just because yeah. if he got hurt, his contract would have been guaranteed for $37 million, and then you couldn't, get, you couldn't do anything with him. So it just mm-hmm. kind of tells me that he kind of wanted him gone even before. Mm-hmm. And like what I said with Renfro and Devontae Adams, guy, those are all pro guys running into each other in a complicated offense. So do I want him yep. gone? Absolutely not. If the Jets can mm-hmm. get him, my God, your team would be improved so much from the experience of yeah. a veteran quarterback versus going like what you said earlier, like you're going to young guy to young guy to young guy, yeah. new coordinators, new head coaches, everything is changing mm-hmm. all the time. And Carr mm-hmm. experienced the same thing with head coaches, offensive coordinators, yeah. you know, all the time too. Yeah. You've got to have stability. Listen, so, listen, listen yes, Jack, I, I want to have this team, conversation. I would love it. I, I, thank you. I want to have this conversation, but I right. have to let you go because we're short on call. Next show that I have, I want to hear from you, all right? I want to hear from you on the next show because you have some great insight. You're a Raiders fan. Thank you for calling in so much, but I have to let you go. Salute to him. Listen, we're going to close this show out really quickly, all right? Look, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, okay, I am on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000, at The Long Beach Joe. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll that is under the bridge. I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. I'm also on YouTube as well. The Long, the Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. Comment under the comments, all right? If you want to troll me, go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. The hugs will always remain free. Thank you for calling in, commenting, just interacting with me any way that you can. Salutes to all the new subscribers as well. And I want to thank everybody for listening. You folks have a good one, all right? I'm talking about have a good one, okay? Peace. Hey!